Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIBA on your radio, directly on your app at abq.fm, rockoftalk.com on your computer, and of course, now for your TV, rockoftalk.tv. Brand new look right there, folks. Pretty exciting. We've got uh, D-Doubt Muska and, uh, of course, uh, Rudy Grande on weather and traffic anal- analysis and policy from D-Doubt Muska. And, We've got a big show here to kick off the new month, and uh, really now we're in the first full month after the inauguration, occupation, whatever you want to refer to it as, of uh, Joseph Robinette Biden and the uh, Democrats. Uh, in this edition of, uh, oh, by the way, uh, good afternoon, uh, Dowd Musk. Uh, Dowd 3000. Uh, uh, good afternoon, Mr. Garrett. First of the month, ladies and gentlemen, in New Mexico, you know what that means. Uh, Welfare, baby. I got paid. Just got paid. <laughs> Friday night. Except it's Monday, right? Yeah, there we go. Party. It's, it's parties, right? Yeah. Uh, we will get to the party because there were a couple of uh, homicides uh, earlier today. Uh, just kicking off February. Just rolling as strong as ever, just like January. At least one homicide, excuse me. Potentially, too. Man, man, man gets shot in the face uh, in Uptown. Uh, not by an Uptown girl, as Billy Joel would have it, but, uh, yeah, Uptown there at the Landmark Apartments, and then we'll get to that in the uh, second hour, and then one on Wyoming uh, as well. I mean, the crime spree continues. We'll talk about the uh, the Capitol. Uh, we'll also refer to Coy Griffin, if you want to know what's going on with Coy. Uh, maybe this will be a different month uh, for him. Black History Month. Hey, welcome everybody. Black History Month. You know what's really amazing is everybody knows when Black History Month is. Nobody knows when uh, Hispanic Month is. And guess what? Hispanics only get half a month. What? <laughs> yeah, I'll have to tell you more about that. Uh, by the way, the little echo is something I'll fix uh, during the break. We'll get to our legislation and kill Bill. Back to school news. COVID. War on Wall Street. Where's the money? And businesses uh, being shut down. And as you just heard at the top of the hour, Fox News, wasn't it kind of interesting that they are recalling Gavin Newsom for the very reasons you should have been recalling Michelle Lujan Grisham all along? I mean, lack of response to COVID, increasing number of people who are infected, keeping the schools down, hurting businesses, uh, uh, essentially draining all of the funds here in the state of Mexico. Michelle Lujan Grisham is doing all of that and a lot more, and it does not look good. But let's start first um, where we need to, and that is being Catholic. Boy, my gosh, the uh, number of Catholic articles, and just in case, if you're not being forced out of your church, and if you don't think there's a war in religion and a war in the Catholic Church, uh, you are sadly mistaken. Now, there is some uh, legislation up in Santa Fe, end-of-life bill, uh, one way or the other. Whether it's taking life away, one way or the other should never be done. And if you're Catholic, uh, you can't be somebody who is for this bill. If you are the right to the end-of-life bill or if you're right for abortion, you cannot be Catholic. That is just Catholic doctrine. But a lot of you aren't. The liberals have invaded uh, St. Pius X High School. We'll get to that in just a moment. But uh, the liberals have been taking it over. And we'll talk about uh, whether or not... uh, there is a sort of an assisted suicide by the liberals who are attending St. Pius X High School. It's hard to believe the richest school, the best school, and a rich I mean by tradition, it's been able to accomplish so much in so little time, Doubt. So little time. Yeah. I mean, this Impressive. has become the school to send your child to, uh, especially send them to 
I don't know, when you want to really look at the, the face of it, Academy, Bosque Prep, all that, you know, if you look at the number of uh, AP article, I mean, AP, um, less advanced placement uh, credits and advanced placement courses that are, have been offered, St. Pius has been, you know, really at the top of the list. And in terms of the level of accomplishments for St. Pius X uh, students in a short tradition, really accomplished something that no other school uh, has done here in the local area. But with all that being said, this right to uh, die bill has um, really been marching onward, and I'm a little bit, little bit concerned about it. I've talked about it uh, every other year for the last four years, and it's a bill that would grant people with a terminal illness the option to end their lives. And it went through the first legislative hurdle late Friday afternoon. Elizabeth Whitfield, End of Life Options Act. It's passed its first committee. And you can sit in on some of these committees. You can get into the Zoom a as well. Uh, that's the great thing about the way that the legislature is run is that uh, you can actually uh, get into these Zoom meetings. Whitfield suffered from multiple cancers, repeatedly asked to let her die with her dignity, according to KOB Channel 4. It faced op opposition, but according to the main person who's trying to pass all of this stuff uh, through, it's... Uh, Miss Michelle Lujan Grisham, is this her best friend, Deborah Armstrong? We know that she went into business with her. I mean, they're certainly pretty close. She said, I think there's some misunderstanding about it. There's a lot of protections when it comes to killing yourself. We're not just going to let you go kill yourself willy-nilly. It's actually only going to take a few days, a couple of weeks to get it done. You know, don't have to be in a hurry. Then a waiting period of 48 hours so we can... Listen to this. If this doesn't send chills down your spine, hey, Dad, if you want to kill yourself, just it's going to take 48 hours to fill the prescription. <laughs> That's where we are in the state of New Mexico. Now, don't worry about the homicide. I mean, we love death. New Mexico absolutely loves death right now. You can fill the prescription? How could you be so blasé? Is that the right word, Dowd, uh, to use here? Yeah. Blase about this. Armstrong said up to a third of the people died before they could even get through the process. Christians, Catholics, what do we say? Well, you don't take your own life in one way or the other. You give life. It's God's to take at the right time. All under the right guidance of God. I would, I've worked with patients who are in death and dying, who are terminally ill, worked in hospice. My daughter has advanced stage 4 cancer. Her father does as well, and it's a personal choice. I would like to have them when the time comes. You want to give them the option to go ahead and kill themselves? Am I being blasé? Am I being insensitive? Should the person have the right to take their own life? I mean, think about that just from an ethical standpoint. Should a, should a person have the right to take their own life? The answer clearly is no. Clearly no. We don't believe in suicide. And whether you're terminal or whether, and, it, and it's so supposedly we've seen miracles happen. I thought we were waiting for a miracle. You're a person of faith, Rudy. You've talked about this a lot in your own personal life. You have an aging father in, in all this, and certainly he could uh, make the decision, well, I don't want to suffer anymore. I hate getting up in the morning. Uh, my back hurts, and I may not be terminally ill, but, you know, isn't the next step uh, deciding to take their own life, Rudy? Well, that's what these people are trying to say, but that's not the way it works. Well, that is what inevitably will come to pass if we, or should we, decide to go ahead and pass this bill. Now, if you think I'm being making too much about this, well, maybe I haven't spent enough time in Amsterdam. I've actually watched a few movies on terminal illness and the people who have chosen to take their own lives. 
there are a ton of regrets with the people who ultimately choose to do this. And they've tried to push back because they don't want this option on the table. Nobody would entertain this option. And remember, everybody thinks that what the government tells them to do is the right thing. This is why it's so incredibly important to choose the right leaders. Your government officials, just by the fact that they're elected, have a huge responsibility because of the weight of their words. And in this particular case, if we pass, it's like, well, the government says it's okay. They think that you need to go ahead and terminate. Of course they want you to kill yourself. Well, you want to go ahead and end it. We don't have to pay for it. And uh, we'll just they'll figure out a way to scrub the insurance and run the uh, additional monies wherever else. You're running a cost-benefit analysis. You're actually helping the death panel with your own life. I think we should, as much as possible, making end-of-life hospice care as, and I hate to, the redundancy here, hospitable as possible. Isn't that the idea? To make people as comfortable? I thought we were passing cannibal med- medical cannabis uh, bills. Sorry for the use of the word cannibal there. But cannabis bills. What was the whole reason for medical cannabis? Doubt. To make things, to ease the pain... Yeah, people who are having difficult time with pain, trying to you know prevent them from Alternate going opioids. Exactly, yeah. making sure that they're they're more and more. But I think of it as a Christian Catholic choice, of which there's not a single Catholic legislator, and we know that the big purge this year for the Democrats was to purge all the Catholics, purge all the blue dog Democrats, purge those Catholic Democrats, because we need to go full on progressive and. Right to death. If you want to take your own life, by all means, we're going to support you in doing so. We're just going to fill, it's going to take us 48 hours to fill the prescription. You can just pick it up right there at Walgreens and just go home and die. Now, Friday was kind of a big deal for Catholics. I got, must have got probably 10, 15 text messages, emails, other people contact me via phone call. Like It was like, whoa, what, what did the Archbishop actually do? And I want to spend some time on this today, maybe a little later on in the show, and I'm, I'm happy to kind of carry this into the next segment, uh, but we've got a very important report from Dowd that uh, he pushed out there at rockoftalk.chat. The parents, TRQE went to parents on Friday. Are the students... They recently got a letter from the Archbishop saying they may have to sell the school and move to a different location. Now, again, we're looking, well, the Archbishop said it. That must mean that that's law. Here's what we know about the Archbishop. He is not from here. He has been behind Michelle Lujan Grisham every step of the way. And I would even contend that the actual Archbishop is not supportive of Catholics here in the state of New Mexico. In fact, I would say he's anti-Catholic. Excuse me. Given the unfortunate circumstances, before I tell you who said this, this is going to blow your mind. With the church overall, that's an incredible asset. If they decide to go ahead and sell their buildings, if they're forced to do away with the campus there, it'll be because the property value is high. Said St. Pius alum, flaming liberal, and University of New Mexico political science professor Gabe Sanchez. There you go. The guy who comes in on the side of the Democrats every single time, and that's who KRQE goes to? I'm as close to St. Pius as any public figure in the entire community. And I think it's absolute blasphemy for what the Archbishop has been saying and for what Gabe Sanchez is saying here. That you can literally create a sale-leaseback situation... So that way that the students can continue to occupy and go to school at St. Pius X. 
And they don't want to give it up. Now, there's a lot of people who have respected those traditions, who love St. Pius, what they've got out of it, the connectivity of the students who have went there, the alumni who come out of there. We normally say, hey, that's a pious person. That's a pious person. I've done the St. Pius X radio show here. Gabe went on to say, all of us who are Catholic raised are always told physical building where a church is housed is not the church, it's the people, the culture, the values, and all that. No matter where St. Pius ends up, we expect those values will continue to be a part of the education moving forward. That's a person who doesn't have any connection any longer to St. Pius X. I don't mind telling you. Because St. Pius X campus right now is something special. Literally two years ago, two years ago, not a single student is responsible for anything that the archdiocese or its, or its priests have decided to do. And there's just a small proportion of the amount of money that the archdiocese who filed bankruptcy actually factors into the cost of the St. Pius X education. I think it's like 15%. The foundation's like 30%. And then the additional money is 60, 55, 60%. All come from tuition. Right now, no final decisions have been made. This wouldn't be the first time the school has moved. Look, oh, so it's okay? No, we're, we're not going to move. I can tell you that right now. And I'm going to be heavily involved and do everything I can within my power to make sure that St. Pius X continues to be on that beautiful place that has the best setting and where I enjoyed my high school years. And St. Pius has not been around that long, I think about 65 years. But there is a war on Catholics. And it's the liberals who have attended St. Pius X High School who are doing a huge job of bad-mouthing St. Pius X. Well, I don't know. I'm going to go to St. Pius. I'm going to go to Bosque Prep. Or I'm going to go to Sandia Prep. Or they just bad-mouth it all over the place. Well, you wanted a parochial education. I remember my parents sacrificing everything they possibly could to send me to St. Pius X. And now I can think of these people who I went to high school with the quote-unquote Catholics who are now Democrats, to namely Tim Keller and his ilk and the people who he hangs out with and who he's with. It's like, oh, yeah, that's okay if St. Pius goes away. It's all right. Joe Biden won the election. That's all right. We vote Democrat every single time. Well, there's a huge contradiction between being Catholic and being Democrat. Huge contradiction. We're going to continue to talk about this because I'm going to talk you about the polarizing influence within the church and one such pastor up north there's people who literally go to support this guy and you have the media doing everything in its own in, in its in its power namely the santa fe new mexican working on destroying what's left of the catholic church let's destroy the school let's destroy the church let's destroy everything and how do you think new mexico got established in the first place where do you think my ancestors came from? We were Catholics. We came here in 1693. We were part of the second sortie that came in. After Pope pushed us out in 1680, he's thinking to drive us out of here. We ain't going anywhere. How do you think we're able to trace our families, 9, 10, 11, 12 generations, when your governor tells you she's a 12th generation New Mexican and then at the very same time is voting for and pushing late-term abortions She's dead wrong. She's either not a Catholic or she's full-blown Democrat. In which case, it's basically the same thing. 422 here in the Kiva on AM1600 KIVA. ABQ.FM on the app. Rock of Talk. 
Roku.com on your computer. And now for your Roku and Amazon Fire directly on your TV. And uh, hopefully next week for your Apple Plus. That'll be all done. And we've got some new signals hanging out uh, on those up north uh, at 1490 KRSN in Los Alamos, 107.1 and 1490 AM as well. Hello to all of you up there in uh, Los Alamos, the happy hilltoppers, uh, as it were, up there. And covering a population of about uh, 1.4 million people uh, throughout our signals. We appreciate you joining us here live in the Kiva. 422 here on this Monday afternoon. Thank you all for listening. Download the app. You can actually see our video, watch us live. And we've got some remarkable numbers on streaming as well, which Rudy will tell you about uh, during our third hour. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today. On the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today, 250-3754, or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. Are you currently leasing but have always wanted to own a building? Looking to take advantage of all-time historically low interest rates? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. Do you have any more of a nest egg now than you did this time last year? If you're not moving toward reasonable financial goals, it's time for a chat with Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors. Visit crowaboutmoney.com. The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and I have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now, 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. Great news! Ann Matthews Bridal just received the long-awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection. Ann Matthews Bridal has been chosen to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call 890 890- 
390-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. And Matthew's Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast, reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Lining. Time to put things together, starting with the weather. Looking like a decent uh, day tomorrow, and even better on Wednesday. We're going to be in the 60s for the next couple, and that sounds like a real winner. 52 right now at St. Pius. It's 48 in Harris, and we have 53 degrees here at the Rock of Talk. All right, some slow traffic. This is going to be the worst drive right now. Is on Unser northbound right there from... Uh, looks like Russ Medical Center crossing west side all the way up to Cabazon. You're going to be under 20 miles an hour. If your drive takes you, it's already crowding up there on Paseo del Norte westbound from Kimmick west out to Universe. And just found a stall. This is going to be I-25. I checked that. I-40 westbound right past San Mateo, but at least it's on the right shoulder. This traffic report brought to you by Taco Tote on Central across from the historic Highland Theater. While they cannot uh, entertain patio dining quite yet, guess what? They have this enjoy takeout meal deal for five people. It's one and a half pounds of meat, fresh handmade tortillas, rice, beans, cheese, chips, and salsa. And you can see it all, pick your meats and all of that by simply going to family.enjoytakeout.com. All right, with that, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 428 here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA on your radio, directly on your app at abq.fm and rockoftalk.com. And now for TV for Roku and Amazon Fire at rockoftalk.tv. Don't forget, you can always pick up our podcast uh, directly at SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. And uh, for you Rock of Talk uh, chatters, I'll be back on the newsletter tomorrow. Hey, it's been busy setting up everything up north and, of course, doing everything that we're doing here in the studio with the new additions. And it's been a busy month, but welcome to February. Hey, welcome to Black History Month once again. Don't, don't, don't let me forget about that. I mean, you go to the, the Amazon site and it's... A, it, Go to the no, please, please go, imagine. go to go to Amazon.com. Go to Amazon.com. Just let uh, let let uh, Dowd jump in there because he, he doesn't shop on Amazon at all. Discover Black History Makers. The splash across the top. And what does it say? Let it flash uh, through the flashers. Let's see, looks to love from the drop. Refresh every spell. Oh, uh, watch black films and TV. How about just good films and TV that may or may not have black people? Yeah, uh, well, there's more. Buy black. Support black-owned <laughs> businesses. I love it. There it is. Uh, and in fact, the first thing that came out from Inside Radio is how investors are flocking to black radio. I'm wow. like, what are you talking about? Wow. Do, do I need to hire Charlemagne the God? Is that yeah, what we're yeah. doing? We need to get all racial? Oh, listen to and, black And for artists. all you white people yeah. who are getting completely and totally uncomfortable, 
Uh, take a look. I'm Hispanic. There I am. So uh, nice brown folk here talking about it. I mean, there's not that much love in, in an entire decade as the uh, Black History Month gets in one year. <laughs> I'm wow. not being racist. It's just it, it's a pointing out a statement of fact. If you put my CD, if you looked at my CD collection, what, what few CDs I have here, and the most of them are Polonius Monk, uh, Miles I would say Davis. seventy or eighty percent are black yeah. artists, and I never thought about it once. Just people I like, music I like. Oh. You're definitely Irish, by the way. I am. <laughs> well, there's a hit piece, and it's on a Catholic. And by the way, we're going to jump into it right now. Because it came from the Santa Fe New Mexicans. Um, I like that. I like that, the plural, the Santa Fe New Mexicans. Like, yeah, the whole, you know, cadre of uh, mafia, uh, journalistic mafiosos there. And they did a hit piece. Like, literally, if you were watching a one of those Italian mob films, they literally got the father at St. Anne's Church and just just, yep. just did, him, did him so incredibly yep. dirty. Yep. Just, just bloodied him up and like totally Sonny Corleone at the, at the toll booth. Yeah, that's it. We're going to shut down this church with one article. And and here here we go. Saint Anne Parish. Uh, where's Saint Anne Parish inside Santa Fe? It is on the west side of the city. Um, if you go up that main drag, of course, what's a two eighty five, also known yep. as Saint Francis. Yep. And you uh, take a left on what's the street, Rudy? Agua Fria. Agua Fria. Agua Fria. Uh, it's just a few blocks down from there, so it's on the west side of town. There it is. Uh, cold water, and uh, that's what he got. Uh, we went through it. I wonder when uh, Santa Fe named St. Francis. When is Santa Fe going to rename Santa Fe? The mm -hmm. city of faith. Yep. <laughs> this is getting out of control, folks. But, hey, you voted for it, Democrats. You liberals and you feel bad rhino Republicans. This is what you voted for, right? This is what you wanted. This is the reality that uh, you all want to just bathe in and think it's all going to work for you, but it's not. Because remember, we know how the city was founded. We knew the organization that was brought in, and, and it wasn't La Entrada. We were massacring and murdering uh, Indians, as they would tell you. And in fact, it was uh, quite the opposite, if you really want to go back into it. So Father Brito, they're getting after him. And this is what happens. They're going to demonize him because he's not agreeing to what the government is telling. You know the church and Jesus? I don't know if you know about Jesus. If you haven't heard about him, he is literally our faith. He is what we have personal relationships with Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is what we brought to the new world. You also know that Jesus Christ and all this was not someone who did everything that the government told him to do. Render under Caesar what is Caesar's. Let them do whatever they are going to go ahead and do to you. And just like a good Christian and a good Catholic, Father Brito's there. You know? Like, not really commenting on much, not saying a whole lot, but Santa Fe, New Mexico went to go scratch the surface and find uh, people who were uh, visited the church and who were former members. Rito wore a mask and sanitized his hands, but he did not sanitize them after placing a wafer on each person's tongue, potentially increasing the res risk of the spreading the coronavirus. Here we go. This is how it starts. He didn't agree to what the government told him to do. He also was flouting. Look, look at the yep, uh, yep. colorful words that are used to charge up the article to get you to tell you so demonstrate to you just how terrible this father is, Father Brito. He was flouting the Archdiocese of Santa Fe's edict, calling for priests to provide communion wafers only in parishioners' hands as a safety measure. 
as for discussion, as for placing the wafers on tongues, he called it a theological discussion. Okay. If you want to do it, you feel safe. You understand how it all goes. I mean, he's welcome to that. I'm sure that as someone who believes in life, who doesn't believe in abortion, who doesn't believe in the right to die, I'm sure Father Brito isn't putting wafers in people's mouths so he, he can kill them. But if you were to read the Santa Fe New Mexican, it would tell you that that's essentially what he's trying to do. He says it's really up to the individual to receive. I haven't seen any evidence that COVID is spreading through the churches. Because the churches have been shut down for most of the year. But as soon as they open up, we're going to demonize them. And for you Catholic Democrats who aren't going to be on the side of uh, Father Brito, please renounce your Catholic, uh, being Catholic today. Okay? Brito's, Brito's cando, a candor on the pulpit and the unmistakable defiant streak had made him a polarizing presence. Where's the uh, equal coverage of Father Chavez down at St. Therese? Mm. To summon his midtown parish and beyond. Former parishioners complained the one-time Marine. Oh, here we go. Not only is he a priest who doesn't want to obey the edicts, but he's a man who's violent. See, that's the first word that you thought of. Violence. Those Marines, those people who are out there killing foreigners. They're the first on the front lines. No, we should think of them that they actually work for the government. Somebody who uses reason, responsibility. One-time Marine is offensive, reckless, and we're leaving St. Anne Church. Brothers see him as a bold maverick who sacrifices for his flock and adheres to a hard line in difficult and certain times. I feel bad for Father Brito. Mm. Because they're basically taking him to task for nothing. And who are the bad Catholics who are outing him, deciding to do it? Would these be the same Catholics who would also run out of the church and say, hey, the other Catholics aren't there. Go shoot them. Why don't you send them on those trains? Why don't you incinerate their bodies? Yes, they're the same exact people. For those of you who think that the Holocaust never happened, who were the first people to out where all the Jews were? It was the Jews who didn't want to be killed. We are not of this earth, Catholics, Christians. Such a stance runs counter to the Vatican. If he's going to go ahead and not want the COVID-19 vaccination, if he's not going to, you know, practice the social distancing and, and wear the mask, this runs counter to the Vatican. He's not doing what his bosses tell him to do. Well, look at who his boss is. The Archdiocese, who basically left St. Pius X for dead. The Pope, who will do everything possible to go with Joe Biden. How about Joe Biden, whose son is literally has had sex with underage women from China? There's photos. They're right there. You want to talk about, and that's, that's your Catholic president who swore on the Catholic Bible? Such a stance runs counter to the Vatican and the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops with encouraged vaccination to help quell the deadly pandemic. Yes, let's all do what the government tells us to do. Critics also complain that during the 2020 election season, Brito made his support clear for former President Donald Trump. Oh, they stick that at the front of the article, but you can't find one time where Pastor Brito actually supported explicitly Donald Trump. In fact, it's against his whole entire nonprofit, which is the status of the church, tax exempt, to ever come out on behalf of a candidate. Did you know that? Did you know that? I bet you didn't know that. So if your church, like the one over at San Felipe, I remember them literally touting the Democrat candidates. I'm like, I'm out. Later. 
Reader recently started an uproar by posting a notice on church doors announcing a confession was canceled because he had been exposed to the China virus. A term considered racist and to me. Oh, let's look past the fact that he decided to not infect anybody else this time. Right? I thought he wanted to kill people. That's why he was sticking the wafer in the mouth, right? Yep. So now he moved out, and so now you're going to get him on China virus. I'd love to meet this burrito. <laughs> Former parishioner Barbara V. Hill, traitor, said that during a holiday church service, burrito referred to the song lyric, We Three Kings of the Orient, and remarked they could no longer use the term Oriental because that is prejudice. She said she left Sainan, where she had been a lifelong member, due to what she felt was Brito's anti-vaccination stance. Oh, yeah, after all these years, for going years and years, finally the government comes up with, you know, these vaccinations. I'm going to leave the church. These people are getting indoctrinated. You know what? I guarantee, uh, excuse me, uh, Miss V. Hill is a Catholic-registered Democrat. What have we consistently said are the real problems here in the state that could be solved? If these Catholics would recognize that they're not Democrats. If they would just finally align their Catholic values with a political position that more properly reflects where they stand politically. But they don't do that. We don't want to leave. We don't want to leave the hive. We've got to help these people. So Archbishop Wester came out. And of course he said that people should get the vaccine. What does he know? Next to nothing. How long has he been a resident of New Mexico? How many times has he sided with Michelle Lujan Grisham, who, by the way, graduated from St. Michael's, the horseman up in uh, Santa Fe? I can tell you right now, the Archbishop says, that is not only morally acceptable to get the vaccine, but it is morally encouraged. The Pope himself has been vaccinated. Oh, there you go. <laughs> just tell me that the Pope has done something and I should I won't do it. it. <laughs> should, should, should we just delve into everything the Pope wants us to do? Yeah, his judgment's been real great lately. Remember the, uh, the Popes of the uh, 14, 15, and 1600s? Remember the number of times that the, the, they were going after the Popes? And some of the Popes in the Catholic Church at that time were some of the most evil people? Could not that, not that be happening right now? Carlos Ortiz, Santa Fe resident, said he complained to the Archdiocese about Brito's hound-to-mouth delivery of communion. Hey, he's over there reaching out for the... Then don't go. Then don't go. What's, what's your worry? You see these uh, folks... Are in, by the way, the Christian church are, are loving this. The breakdown of the Catholic church, it just means more for them. And you Catholics, especially you Hispanic Catholics, are destroying your own church, which is what the very foundation of this church... And what this state has been built on. Ortiz said he heard Brito say the Archdiocese told him to stop, but that he would keep doing it because it's the parishioner's choice. Yes, he should just do everything that the uh, you know Archbishop tells him to do. Because the Archbishop never stopped Pastor Chavez, did he? I don't ever remember that happening. Telling him to take down those signs, who was literally doing everything possible to get Biden and Kamala Harris supported and elected by his parishioners. We identified him. Brito never outright endorsed, by all accounts, by name or political party. He never endorsed Trump at the pulpit during the 2020 election. He voiced support more obliquely, telling people to vote for life and to go with the anti-abortion candidate. Is that not the very essence of voting your Catholic faith? Is it not? Could you say that Michelle Lujan Grisham is Catholic? Should she be able to accept communion? Do you know whether or not... For someone who's pushing third trimester abortion or abortion at all, should be able to accept communion. 
But you Catholics, you know the answer to that. Lucero, uh, who is uh, uh, 67 years old, said he attends services every day, has never heard Brito support or denounce specific candidates. There you go. Where's the news coverage on all this? It's at the end of the article. 19th paragraph. Yep. <laughs> Doubt even call. Hey, I love Doubt. <laughs> He was not supporting the candidate, Lucero says. He was supporting the church's teachings, and that was stated by a politician. There's a big difference in my eyes. In a break room at St. Anne, after recent service, Brito said he is registered to vote as an independent. Why does his registration have to be public? Why do they have to out him as one thing or another? Brito said he thinks Trump was the nation's strongest anti-abortion president since 1973, when the U.S. Supreme Court upheld a woman's right to obtain the abortion Roe v. Wade. I'm not a Trumper, he said. Unfortunately, the major news doesn't ever cover anything positive about him. I'm not saying he did anything good, but be balanced. I almost feel like, uh, to a certain degree, he's like trying to defend, or he would be saying the same things. I don't want to say anything sacrilege here, of Jesus Christ. He grew up in Las Vegas, New Mexico, enlisted in the Marines when he was 17, served eight years in the military, spent time in college... And then he even produced promotional materials for Los Alamos National Labs as a graphic designer. And here he is getting grilled by the very... And where, where, where's Wester from? Not from here. This is what New Mexico is so incredibly good at. It's incredibly... And I know you've noticed this, Dowd, mm. at taking down its own. Yeah, Anything well. that comes from New Mexico must not be any good. Right. According to another New Mexican. Because they don't want to see them get ahead. In my CD1 race, that's exactly what I'm going to be dealing with. I'm going to be dealing with a bunch of naysayer Hispanic Democrats and some Hispanic Republicans who are going to say, no, 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 we don't want that. We're going to vote for the other guy because he can't be. Nothing good comes from us. Nothing good comes from the Hispanic community. Nothing good comes from someone who's 10th, 11th, 12th generation. But we're going to go ahead and go with someone who's willing to sell out to people who are not from here, like Michelle Lujan Grisham. Rita said, and Romero said, excuse me, a woman by the name of Grace Romero, 76 years of age, one super important issue is the right to life. He's keeping with his teachings of the church. These are not our laws. These are God's laws. Where's that type of strength and faith amongst mm -hmm. Catholic Democrats? Why are you having such a difficult time reconciling that? I think it's time for you to start to understand if you're attending church, and whether it's a you know, Bible-based Christian church, evangelical or Catholic church to understand where, because that's really what's going to help save this state. You remembering where your values come from, came from. There's actually a woman who's so incredibly moved by Pastor Brito and loves him so much. And I imagine that they are a majority. I imagine that that church is going to be packed. I'm going to take a trip just to go see Father Brito. That's how strongly I feel about this. Tor said she drives from Bernalillo County to celebrate Mass at St. Anne because she likes that Brito isn't afraid to say what he feels is right. It's not what he feels is right. It's in the damn Bible. And it's part of Catholic canon. Brito insists his views are in line with the church doctrine and other clergy. He says, I just think I'm more vocal than most priests. He was hardly vocal in that, other than having to defend himself. There is a war on the Catholic Church here in the state of New Mexico, and the Archdiocese is part and parcel to it. They are out to destroy their own church. They are going to destroy St. Pius X High School, unless you as Catholics decide to save it. I'm right there with you. We have to do everything within our power, because they're about to have just finished. You, you know, this. you want to talk about how 
evil and incredibly sinful this city and the state have become? Look at our homicide rates. And ironically enough, it's run by a quote-unquote Catholic, liberal, progressive Democrat who went not only to St. Pius X, but also went to Notre Dame, but he seemed to adopt all the values of Harvard University and brought them right here, and you guys, our city is literally under the, its most evil spell that I can remember in any history. 21 homicides is what I counted. A minimum of 15. Another two shootings today, one a homicide, the other one is in stable condition. That's a direct reflection. We have people who are doing everything that the government tells them to do. We should be doing what our pastors and our priests and our community leaders are showing us the way because they're not going to lead us wrong. Their boss is upstairs. The bosses for those politicians is up in Washington. Just like we play it every single day. Our Father who art in Washington. Be a part of a good Bible-based church. Get involved with your community. Get involved with your Catholic church. And if you're Catholic and you haven't been to church in some time, get out there and let people know that you're, bat- you're Catholic. You're practicing again. I think that's so incredibly important right now when our faith and your community need us most. 550-5500, that's... 550-5500. Any quick notes on that, uh, Dowd? I mean, that's a uh, I, huge hit piece. I, this wonderful woman, Grace Romero, in this article, 76, to quote, He's keeping with the teachings of the church. These are not our laws. These are God's laws. Big government leftists, they don't want competition, whether it's religion, family, business, whatever. Absolutely nailed it. All right. 447, back and forth. Cellophane flowers never happened for me. Sleeping the day off, watching the night fall, covering nowhere. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting out, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now, 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us. 
Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771-3937. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. I don't know how to tell time, but I know it's sunny side up o'clock. The pineapple coconut waffle at Sunny Side Up. It's a whole wheat pancake filled with diced pineapples, toasted coconut, and homemade vanilla cream sauce. Go to sunny.theplaceilike.com. Do you have any more of a nest egg now than you did this time last year? If you're not moving toward reasonable financial goals, it's time for a chat with Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors. Visit CrowAboutMoney.com. Winter is here and the real estate market in New Mexico is different than past years. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi with Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. And this is Tico Venturi. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the reasons to sell now. There are a lot of unknowns going into 2021 for real estate. What's certain right now, buyer demand is very strong, interest rates are making monthly payments very affordable, and the number of homes available right now for sale is at an all-time low. Has there ever been a time when there was a great opportunity and you missed out don't wait to sell and miss out this time home buyers are waiting call us now to put a plan in place to get your home sold for top dollar studies have shown that the biggest regret of home sellers is that they don't start preparing to sell their home early enough if 2021 is a year you're going to move up move out or move on time to give us a call hire us the number one real estate team in new mexico call now 448-8888 or on the web welcome home abq.com it is time we put things together. We're going to start with the weather. Good looking day tomorrow and Wednesday. In fact, we're going to be in the 60s uh, by the time we get to Wednesday. Uh, but don't get too excited because then it's going to cool off again. And a chance of rain and snow this weekend. All right, Taylor Ranch right now, 51 degrees, 53 in Four Hills, and it's 53 at the Rock of Talk. All right, again, still suffering on Paseo del Norte westbound. Under 10 miles an hour, Kimmick up to about uh, Unser Boulevard. And if your drive takes you on I-25 northbound right at Lomas, that stall was just moved over to the right shoulder, the big yellow on the scene to help him out. And that's why you see just a little bit of a tentative drive as you make your way to the big eye. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza. Salon Deluxe is your west side home for Kangen Water. Listen, if you change your water, you're going to change your life. This is healthy water, alkaline water, and you can get it by the gallon and right now, you can get it free at Salon Deluxe. Plus, they have a beauty set of water, which is really great because it's going to help all your face and the skin. And it's just a really good thing to do. Canyon Water at Salon Deluxe. If you'd like to know more, just go to SalonDeluxe.com. All right. We're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 452 here in the Kiva. You're welcome to text or call in. I'll get to those in a sec. Uh, Dowd and Rudy are hard at it uh, there in the Kiva. They got research. They found some stuff, and they've got some solution. Uh, who wants to go first, Dowd or Rudy? Oh, just very quickly, Rudy. Uh, uh, just one example of, of Catholic uh, officials standing up to these so-called Catholics who support uh, abortion, you know, for any reason at all, you know, taxpayer-funded abortion. As recently as October uh, of 2019, Joe Biden was refused uh, communion in South Carolina while he was campaigning. Uh, he there responded, 
I'm a practicing Catholic man. I practice my faith, man. No, he, he said, I, I'm a practicing Catholic. I practice my faith. Uh, other politicians who have been uh, refused over, over the years have been, included John Kerry, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, uh, and, this is my favorite, former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani, who's uh, pretty, pretty pro-choice. for. Why can't we get all the Catholic priests to refuse any of these uh, Catholic Democrats, uh, the wafer, as they refer to it as? Did you notice that was actually the most offensive part? Uh, yeah, because that is... Cat, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, Rudy. Let me make the point. Look at Rudy. He's all excited. Rudy, go ahead. I'll let you make the point then, because that is... Well, I, I got to say, the real sin here is not that somebody would refuse communion, but that a priest would actually offer the communion. That's the sin. Well, the priest let's is not supposed get down to be. on the priest. They don't know, but, uh, but... Well, wait a second. When it comes to Michelle Lujan Grisham, you certainly know okay. she is a pro-abortionist. Yep. No communion for her. Sorry. Uh, let's. I, I agree. I agree, and I, I think that's that's an that's an important piece. I think to look at this, but um, let's go back to this part. Carlos Ortiz said he complained to the archdiocese about the burritos hand him out delivery of communion. He had to say the archdiocese told him to stop, but that he would keep doing it because of the parishioner's choice. He referred to it <clears throat> as a wafer. Ugh. Referring to it as a wafer. It's, it's not the not. body of Christ. So, so what, you're just looking to just become part of the community because... Oh. Anyway. It's like Barack Obama describing the Constitution. Uh, it's there on the paper. On the paper. <laughs> yeah, there there it is. Is. Uh, Someone wrote it a long Cardinal time Timothy Dolan has similarly censured uh, Mario Cuomo's son, Democratic New York Governor Andrew, Andrew Cuomo, in a January 2019 op-ed to the New York Post. The op-ed came after Andrew Cuomo signed the Reproductive Health Act into law, of course, a bill that removed abortion from New York's criminal code and allowed abortions after 24 weeks. Good for these people for standing up for their beliefs. Good for them. There we go. Um, you can't be a Red Sox fan and root for the Yankees. You can't say you're a Catholic and support what is a moral offense to the church, folks. doesn't work that way. Sorry. Yeah, I, I totally agree. If you're a Democrat and you're Catholic... You're either not one of those. Which is it? Take your pick. Yep. yep. It really is, I think, that simple. Uh, today is Freedom Day, too. That's from Allie. Uh, Eddie, I'm disgusted at these uh, killing bills. We will judge. We will be judged accordingly. I'm going to go sit in front of the Blessed Sacrament this evening to pray about this exact thing. That's wow. from uh, Mr. Garcia. That That's is great. a really good text. Thank you, uh, Mr. Garcia. Uh, Eddie, there's a documentary called Fatal Flaws. This is the one I saw. Assisted suicide is getting abused in other countries. They are killing of the elderly, disabled, and depressed. That's exactly what's happening. That's the one I saw. That must have been... Um, Yes, we'll get to that, Mike. Please don't text me. Uh, we'll get to that. But fatal flaws, that's the one that you want to see. It, it, governments love it because you're deciding to go ahead and take yourself out, and they get all of the benefit of that. Uh, Eddie, they want to legalize assisted suicide, but they also want to pass red flag laws to keep folks from using guns to kill themselves. <laughs> what kind of place is this? Excellent Where's point, the logic sir. there? That's from Mr. Tom Fisher. Excellent point. Gordon says, yeah, it takes the government 48 hours to get the dead peasants insurance. Also known as janitors. Uh, this is from the New York Times. Life insurance policies which pay out to the employer in the event of an employee's death. Uh, Michael Moore's latest film, Capitalism, A Love Story, has reinvigorated the discussion of dead peasant policies. As Jonathan Kim explained on the Huffington Post, one of the more explosive revelations is capitalism is dead peasant insurance policies going back to the government. Uh, no, also known as, quote-unquote, janitors. Have you heard of this, Dad? Mm -hmm. It's news to me, but I'll, I'll dig it up. Hey, Eddie, uh, as a former employee of St. Pius X, I can definitely say the Archbishop, Archbishop has zero interest in the school. It was very obvious and sad. How could the only Catholic high school in the biggest city of the state be considered non-essential? There you go. Uh, really? You guys should ouster the Archbishop. Protest the Archbishop. 
go to his, uh, oh, wait, I'm, I'm summoning an insurrection. Eddie, <laughs> <laughs> the domestic terrorist. Domestic terrorist. Absolutely ridiculous. Eddie, I hope you uh, had a great, oh, Miss Garcia, excuse me. Uh, thank you, Miss Garcia. She's going to pray in front of the Blessed Sacrament. I hope you, my Nana used to do that over at St. Charles on Fridays at 3 p.m. Hope you had everyone, and everyone had a great weekend. I missed your good news. Okay. Good news on Friday. I'm not sure if it's IT protocol for the disconnect ourselves or what. I uh, haven't been able to listen much due to the dark ages that are here. Uh, download the app, abq.fm. Folks, download the app. Uh, Class of 2000, Pius alum, had the exact same reaction you had when I saw the KRQE story, Eddie. To recoup the lawsuit costs, the Archbishop should sue the diocese who sent their pervert priests here. The lawsuit expense should not fall on the backs of pious students and practicing Catholics of New Mexico. I like that. Uh, Christian and Democrat need to rethink that one. Sent me the bumper sticker. Thank you, Jim. Since you're on topic, this is my custom-made bumper sticker I have in the back of my car. There you go. That's exactly right. Um, you can hear T.J. Trout while you're talking. He's stepping on you. As far as what? I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, why? 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 Stop mentioning KKOB. That's like they can't even hold a candle to me. Seriously. Are you going to cover HB 140? Please do so. Yes, we will. Uh, you looked at that, right, Dow? Yes, I did. Okay, we'll get to that. Uh, and please, when you ask us to look into stuff, be patient. Please. Uh, Eddie, when the New Mexico Department of Health contacted me after testing positive for COVID, first contact question they asked is, have you gone to a church service? Wow. That's from Steve. They don't uh, like competition. Eddie, I thought that Santa Fe enjoyed being little San Francisco. How about the Marines or liberators of the oppressed peoples? As a heathen Lutheran, I'm supposed to care about a socialist, El Papa, what he says? No, you're not. Uh, good one, Al. I appreciate that. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Um, let's see, Bob in Los Lunas says, when the people take their own lives, they should make sure to be counted as a non-voter. Wow, that's really something. A uh, little, little interesting uh, side bit on that. And then, I was raised in a Protestant church, Eddie, in a Catholic community. A man is corruptible, including the Pope. The purpose of the church is to help us not to lead ourselves astray. If the congregation you attend is outside its own tenets. It is your duty to correct this or find a new home. Love that. And uh, finally, well, we'll get to those uh, after the top of the hour boxes. Download the app, abq.fm, rockoftalk.com. Point it from any device. Thanks for listening to Fox News, abq.fm, K229CL, 93.7 FM, and AM 1600, KIVA, Albuquerque. Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi. And I'm Joe Gazzardi. At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites. Classic Italian dishes. A smaller in coronavirus relief package. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says Democrats could use a legislative tool to get the president's nearly $2 trillion plan to a vote. Speaker Pelosi and I will file a joint budget, re budget resolution for the fiscal year 2021, totaling $1.9 trillion which is the first step in giving Congress an additional legislative tool to quickly pass the COVID relief legislation. The president has said he would like bipartisan support for his plan, but said even if they don't support it, a new round of relief is necessary. The White House tempering expectations for a potential boost in COVID vaccine distribution of Johnson & Johnson's vaccine is approved by federal regulators. COVID-19 coordinator Andy Slavitt said the single-dose shot would help, but he said the expectation should not be that there is an immediate dramatic shift. Millions of Americans along the East Coast dealing with a massive amount of snow. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has declared a state of emergency for 44 counties. State of emergency has a number of consequences, but from a citizen point of view, 
If you are not an essential worker, you should not be on the roads. In Massachusetts, Governor Charlie Baker said people should expect as much as a foot and a half of snow. In Pennsylvania, three people died in a shooting stemming from an argument over snow removal. And a woman with Alzheimer's who reportedly wandered away from her home in Allentown was later found dead. Actor Dustin Diamond, best known for his role as Screech in the 90s sitcom Saved by the Bell, has died just weeks after revealing he had cancer. His spokesman said Diamond did not suffer, and for that we are grateful. Dustin Diamond was 44. America is listening to Fox News. is running out on your chance to enter the Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Squares sweepstakes. It's the largest official game of Super Bowl Squares ever with millions of dollars in prizes and best of all, it's free to enter. Someone wins $50,000 every four change during Super Bowl 55. Touchdowns, field goals, safeties, extra points, even a pick six is a winner. Each time we pick a lucky winner from the square, they win 50 G's. Plus, two grand prize winners will win a half a million dollars they could use toward their dream home. Don't miss your chance to win. See rules and enter for free right now at RocketMortgageSquares.com. Then tune in on February 7th to see if you bring home some dough. Rocket Mortgage, official mortgage sponsor of Super Bowl 55. No purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 U.S. and D.C. of age of majority. Ends 2-4-2021, p.m. Eastern. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. The NFL entities as defined in the official rules is not offered to sponsor this promotion in any way. Is urging international pressure on the military in Burma to back down after seizing power. Burma had been transitioning to democracy in recent years, but in the early hours of the morning that changed. The military retook control and Burma's elected leader, Aung San Suu Kyi, was arrested. We are still in disbelief that this happened. David Gamaung works for an NGO in the capital, Yangon. I hope the uh, international community will begin to take serious action against those responsible for this assault on our democracy. The military has alleged recent elections were rigged and says this takeover is a necessary response. Simon Owen, Fox News. Much of Italy has begun reopening after shutdowns that took effect before Christmas, including at cafes where this woman was happy to be able to socialize with friends. Now we can at least sit, sit outside, have a, uh, have a breath of fresh air. So it's very nice. The country is still averaging between 12 and 15,000 infections a day and between 300 and 600 deaths. A little over a year ago, Italy was considered the epicenter of COVID-19 in Europe. The American Civil Liberties Union has a new president. Deborah Archer is the first black person elected president in the ACLU's 101-year history, elected over the weekend by its 69-member board of directors. She's a professor at New York University School of Law and the director of the school's civil rights clinic. She's also worked for the NAACP and served as chair of New York City's Civilian Complaint Review Board that looks into police misconduct complaints. As president of the ACLU, Archer chairs that board of directors and sets policy. Chris Foster, Fox News. The St. Louis Zoo taking steps to help a breed of wolf that's on the verge of extinction. The zoo says it'll use land it owns in a rural area of Missouri to help save the American red wolf. Only about 20 of them remain in the wild due to illegal hunting, habitat loss, and vehicle strikes. Wall Street, the Dow up 229, the Nasdaq plus 332, the S&P gained 59. I'm Lisa LaSara, this is Fox News. second hour and it is time we put things together starting with the weather and together they are for at least the next couple of days look at this 65 by the time we get to wednesday that sounds like a really good idea if only could stay we got some rain coming later this weekend
All right, right now in Santa Fe, 47 degrees, 52 at the National Hispanic Cultural Center, and 52 here at the Rock of Talk. Traffic-wise, Paseo still, uh, the westbound trip still very slow. Kimmick up to Unser. If you're on Unser, still a little tentative as you make your way northbound from Rust Medical Center heading on up towards, uh, looks like almost a southern now. And you're going to find also a very slow trip uh, is uh, is starting to come back to normal now on I-25 southbound. That usually is heavy there between uh, Montano out, I'm sorry, between uh, San Mateo to Montano. That is starting to thin itself out ever so slightly. Well, this traffic report brought to you by Monte Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. Biggest humidor means biggest selection of blends and prices. The best cigars and over 2,000 that you can choose from. Monte Cigar Shop, you got to go in San Mateo, just north of Comanche, and tell Matt that you heard about it on The Rock of Talk. All right, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into The Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIBA. Directly on your app and your computer at abq.fm and rockoftalk.com. And now for Roku and Amazon Fire, rockoftalk.tv. 550-5500 is the number to call. Lots of good text. A lot more uh, coming over the uh, break as well. D-Dot Muscower 2, how are you, sir? I Well, I, had, I hope everyone had a good weekend. And I got to speak to my nephew for the first time in months over the weekend. And he's 17. Rudy, he's tutoring kids in California over, over Zoom as, as a service project. He's school where you have to do a service project. I guess part of the way he's, he's meeting that obligation is tutoring kids in math and science 3,000 miles away from his house in New Jersey. So How do you in tutor intelligent kids of brainwashed adults? Oh, boy. Yeah. That's exactly what's going on over there. And yeah. California is uh, really imploding. Well, like I study the new else. math in California, but <laughs> my nephew's smart. I'm sure he's yeah. teaching the new math. <laughs> a couple more texts uh, the leftover. St. Pius location is in itself a rich history. UNM was located originally there. The original building was designed by the George per- by the late George Pearl, who is New Mexico's most famous architect. Uh, well, I don't know if he's the most famous architect. I could, I think Antoine Predock uh, would probably be the most, you know, he's literally the Frank Lloyd Wright of uh, New Mexico's oh. Frank Lloyd Wright is for Arizona. Um, the fact that it's not open for the person's school is sad. I hope Christ- hope Christian has been completely open for all grades. Catholics need to be willing to stand up for what is right. That is from Adam. Thank you for the text, Adam. Uh, good text. That is right. My, my my children have been back in school, as I've told you, since September. Uh, any most life insurance policies have one or two year wait period from time of purchase to pay for the suicide uh, for the cause of death. Well, does that also include governments as well? I think that that's uh, important. Um, the guy in, uh, Saved by the Bell died. Yep. Uh, what's his name? Something Preach. Diamond? Dustin Diamond. Dustin Diamond, uh, I guess, passed away, lung cancer. But there's lots of, you know, well, they're flashing all that information on the pedophilia stuff and uh, his involvement and various other things. So uh, we'll probably hear some shadows of that uh, as well. But let's jump into it because I think we need to talk about the write-up uh, there from this morning from Dowd. And also the fact, let us not forget, that this is Black History Month, folks. You don't know when Hispanic History Month. You don't know, There's. did you know there's Asian American? I went through this entire calendar that I get from my buddy. There's a buddy from Pius who's now in Nebraska. and He works for, <clears throat> I won't say what uh, company he works for, but he's 
he's high up. And I'm like, you know, so I'm flipping the calendar and I'm checking everything out. And I say, okay, well, there's New Year's Day in January, uh, Martin Luther King Day. And I'm like, okay, but just, you know, everything's nice and good. You go to February, and I'm like, okay, Black History Month. This is wham. Just in case you didn't know, it's all over Amazon. Everything. Here's Black History Month, ladies and gentlemen. And you know what's not on February? What I grew up with? Abe Lincoln's birthday and George Washington's birthday. I'm like, how did you think that wasn't going to get past me? Do you see what's being done here in corporate America on your calendars? And I dare you, if you have corporate calendars, go to your corporation that you get your corporate calendars and see how much your calendar has changed from 2017, yep. if you have 2007, 1997. See how much your calendar has changed through the years. You know what hasn't changed? My Catholic challenge... Uh, uh, my, my Catholic calendar is sponsored by Sadie's and I think a couple of other corporations that are on there. And they give all the saints that are on there. They're, they're not showing preferential treatment. So I go to February. I'm like, oh, okay, for Black History Month, no Abe Lincoln and no George Washington. Okay, I must be racist because they were slave owners. Is that correct? Is that is that the reason why we're going there? Of course. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so let's go to March. Oh, National Women's History Month. <laughs> the whole month. Wow. Here we go. I'm like, okay. No St. Patrick's Day. No way. No St. Patrick's oh, Day. Oh, oh, oh. I'm personally offended, ladies and gentlemen. There You're it is right there, today. folks. You guys can see it <laughs> there right. right on camera. So I'm like, what in the hell? Uh, and the other thing is that there's no spring forward time change, so I'm figuring that must be the next month. And then I'm like, okay, this is getting weird. So fast forward yet again, and I'm like, okay, let's go to April. Got to look at this calendar, I, and I pay attention. I'm incredibly detail-oriented, as Rudy knows. There's nothing that gets by me, for whatever reason. I'm the most uh, overly sensitive person that there is. And I, I don't mean that in a bad way. It just means I pay attention to details. Natalie and Rebecca can vouch for that. Uh, Good show you. this weekend, by the way. It really was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. They, they, uh, they knocked it out of the park. Rebecca is just working harder and harder and trying to get better and better. She's got great opens. And Natalie, I mean... I can't believe Natalie and her husband, John, have seven kids. We just got to get the, girl, the ladies um, interested in the legislature. Because the last couple shows, like the session's underway, and ladies, I'm, I'll come in on a Saturday and talk to you about the legislature. Because we go. got to talk about it. Look, there you go, <laughs> Natalie and Rebecca. There you go. But okay. I listen every Saturday. So here we go. Oh, the, no Groundhog Day. No Groundhog Day either in February. Someone just texted in. No Groundhog Day. Just want I'm, I'm showing my proof there on Rock of Talk TV. There you go. And I'm like, exploitative okay. of animals. We can't have that. So we go to Mo <laughs> That's probably it. That's probably wow. it. Wow. So yeah. Right there in Punxsutawney. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's go to April. No April Fool's Day. That's now gone out of the calendar. That was just kind of like a fun calendar, you know. Uh, the uh, April Fool's Day, if anybody knows about the traditions sure, of that, Dad sure. will tell you about that. Good Friday is there. Oh, good. Oh, of course we got it. No. What do you mean, oh, good? That, that's the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Of course we got it. If, you're, if you hate Jesus, it's a good Friday because that's the day we put Jesus to death. And that's essentially what the entire world is trying to do right now. Let's just go ahead and, and you know what's happening in the Middle East, right? The eradication of Christians and Christianity in the Middle East. You're never going to believe this in the month of April. They do have Easter Sunday. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. That, that's the one you want to celebrate. Uh, you know, Friday, Good Friday is always... We've always had that really spiritual bad weather on Good Friday. Have you noticed that, uh, Rudy? Yeah. In the state of New Mexico, Good Friday is, is always bad weather, right? Yeah. So then you go to the April calendar, 
They got Easter Sunday. I'm like, okay. Start of Ramadan? What in the hell? What the hell? What What is the Ramadan? I don't know what the Ramadan is. Start of Ramadan. Dowd, any words? Do you have any words here? Uh, I was already lo- I'm already looking ahead to June prediction. Flag, uh, May. Flag, day, flag day will not be on that calendar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> May. Uh, Asian Pacific Heritage Month. This uh, is an American company, so I'm totally uh, okay. Asian Pacific American Heritage. No problem with that. Uh, anything else in May? Uh, no. But you do have Eid al-Fatir, another Muslim holiday. Right, right, right. So I'm like, what gives? We don't have George Washington. We have Martin Luther King. We don't have George Washington. Uh, we have Eid al-Fatir. Uh, we don't have Abraham Lincoln. We have Ramadan. Are you are you seeing the pattern here, folks? This is a uh, a train company, by the way. The UP. I'm you, thinking uh, no Thomas Jefferson Day on April 13th. Either. Oh, you ready for this yeah, now? Not, Let's not, kick off June. Wait, wait, June do they have Mother's Day? L, June is LGBTQ and Pride Month. Month. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You got that, the whole thing. Oh, oh, and here we go. This, this is the one that got me. I was like, uh, you better give me a call because I need to know, like, what's next. I do I even want to flip it over to July after this? Oh, you know what's coming. They can't, they can't leave that off. Juneteenth. Oh, of course. Of course. Juneteenth. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. Flag right. day, not there. Okay. No flag no day. No flag day. All right. No flag day, but we definitely have Juneteenth, and we definitely have LGBTQ Pride Month. Just in case you think your elections don't have consequences, they're changing the calendar on you. They changed all of last year. There is Juneteenth, my proof. You guys see that? Uh, there it is. Juneteenth. <laughs> Juneteenth. Let's get to July. They please got, they please have brand the me as a racist. they got to have the 4th. They can't yeah. leave the 4th. Uh, no, it's called Independence Day. Okay. Not yeah. called the 4th of July. All right. Uh, but they have Eid al-Adha. Al- you ever, you're familiar with that? That holiday? <laughs> I'm sure we all are. <laughs> I want you to be very aware. That falls on a July. That, I want to know what, what uh, day Eid al-Adha. I was asking my friend Uziel. You know, I was talking to him. I'm like, dude, what what gives with the calendar? Do you even know about these as someone who's involved in all this stuff? You're a Muslim. <laughs> do, you even, do you know anything about these holidays? Like, what are we doing here? All right, let's get to uh, nothing. Where's the death of Jeffrey Epstein? Where's the birthday? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, his birthday was uh, an inauguration day. Interesting. Uh, coincidentally enough. Nothing in August. How long before we get Barack Obama to get an official holiday on his birthday on, oh, that's on August the 8th? That's coming up. You know it is. The Savior. Dear Leaders holiday. All right, let's go to September. Rosh Hashanah on Labor Day, same day. Uh, Yom Kippur, and right smack in the middle, everybody else, Asian Heritage, Black Heritage Month, Black History Month, all these things. And then they wait until the 15th. You can see right there, National Hispanic Heritage Month. Now, why the 15th of September? Do you know anything about uh, the 15th of September, Rudy? No. I'll I'll give you some time to look it up. Uh, Think Mexico. Think Mexico. Largest holiday in Mexico. So, National Hispanic Heritage Month coincides with what happens in October. There it is. Columbus Day melding together with Indigenous Peoples Day. Oh, it's Mexican Independence Day. There it is. Mexican Independence Day. That's why they declared on that. It's like, why not give us the whole month? Why do we get half a month? Do they have Cinco de Mayo in May? What about the rest of the, what about the rest of the Hispanics? Not all Hispanics are Mexican. In fact, (laughs) Hispanics are the most diverse 
population in the world. Peruvians, Cubans. <laughs> right? Brazilians. Absolutely. Ecuador, Ecuador, Ecuadorians. Puerto Ricans. Right? Where, where is that? Okay, so Columbus Day and Indigenous Peoples Day, I expected to see that. Right? I mean, where we're at. Uh, do a majority of the states at this point celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day? Could you look that up real quick Ooh. for me? I believe that that is a affirmative no. That is a no. Not a majority. I think it's only passed in let me get. Let me guess the states. I think eighteen states that celebrate uh, Indip- Indigenous Peoples Day. Who was the first? Yeah, New Mexico, right here. Fourteen states. So Four- far. Fourteen states. It's an on the damn calendar. Let's go to November. Native American Heritage Month. First time I'm seeing that. And so I'm on and on with my friend. I'm like, this is the most interesting calendar I've ever seen. I see Thanksgiving. I see Hanukkah and Veterans Day. And then what the heck is November the fourth? Diwali. Do you know what yeah, Diwali? Hindu, yeah. Hindu yeah, celebration Hindu, of lights. Yeah, Hindu yeah. prosperity day. Yeah. That, that's now on the calendar. Do you see what's omitted and what's what's being brought in? And, and here's the one I had the biggest problem with. You may have seen like I had more. But, you know, it's the one holiday. Like, I think there's been probably 100 episodes on on this. So December 26th is now only Kwanzaa. There is no Boxing Day. No Boxing Day. No Boxing Day. My brother-in-law celebrated every year. Uh, Boxing Day is a huge holiday. It is very big. It is a big, gigantic holiday. Much bigger than Kwanzaa. I still don't... I've never met anybody that celebrates Kwanzaa. I asked Langston about it one time. Nothing. Nobody celebrates Kwanzaa. No one Apparently, our vice president, Kamala Harris... Uh, celebrated it growing up. The, the, I was looking recently at the Pew Research Center. They do a lot of polling on religion in the United States. Four <laughs> percent. The percentage of white Americans who identify as Christians is something like seventy-nine percent. Percentage of Black Americans who identify as Christians is ten or eleven points higher yeah. than white Americans. Yeah. There is a winter holiday for Black Americans in this country. It's called Christmas because they're more Christian than white people. <laughs> <sighs> well, we got Kwanzaa. Out. Yeah, oh yeah, Kwanzaa. We got Kwanzaa. Uh, we've got uh, Dinwali. <laughs> Dinwali, yes. Don't forget that. So uh, there you like go. Kwanzaa was invented in the 1960s by a radical uh, activist. Yes, it was. It, it, <laughs> but no, but she but Kamala Harris grew up doing it. So there we are. <laughs> so there's your uh, you know there's what we do. That's who we are. And before you uh, pass me off as some sort of white supremacist, understand my heritage. I'm like 90 percent Hispanic. I'm going to show you the, the envelope and the heritage and all. You, you just 23 all and that. me. Yeah, 23. <laughs> <laughs> We've got your DNA. We're going to rule you. Okay. So Dowd put together a really good article. It was quite lengthy. Um, and it is free until tomorrow, so you'll definitely want to sign up for, for all that. So you can get on there, rockoftalk.chat, and then uh, the paywall comes up 24 hours after anything is posted on there. We did that just... So people would have an entree, but there's so much material on that site now. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we have people, I was like, "Didn't you guys write an article two, three, four weeks ago on this? Three weeks ago, two weeks?" And they're like asking for, "I'm like, well, you, we're not going to give it to you. You got to go pay for it. <laughs> like that's that's the way." Well, but you're right; it's becoming that's an been the best way. Oh yeah. Oh good. Oh yeah. Good. Just for so science? you know, yeah. in terms yeah. of uh, getting people yeah. to really kind of stay with it. But but because we cite everything, it's become this research archive for issues facing New Mexico, and it's just because you say it, it's becoming a real resource for people. And because of uh, the work that we do here, you know, today everything that we just went through Dowd will probably have one or two links while he's in the middle of the show right now that is directly related to the changing calendar 
and you get to go and look look at that and click on the link and say, well, yeah, Eddie and Dowd were talking about it. Well, here's the reference information. I, so yeah, I, I am actually working it. as the show goes on. Yeah, so <laughs> there we go. You, you want to do your article yeah. before or now the break? Uh, let's do a break first, and uh, I'll get I'll get in character. Okay, here we go. I don't, I don't know what character that is. Is that, is that John Wayne? I'll keep Wayne? remembering to slow down as I read. That's that's my great my great tragic uh, is that, flaw. Is that, is that John Wayne? <laughs> is that you, John Wayne? Joe. Is this me? <laughs> Joker! <laughs> Who the F said that? <laughs> Who just said that? You will learn by the numbers. I will teach you. <laughs> I like you when, he, when they, they said, you will love the Virgin Mary. <laughs> and other things. <laughs> How tall are you, Private Pile? I didn't Holy. know they said. Okay, well, there we go. We, we, everybody knows it. Everyone, everyone can do that. Everyone's laughing right now. Back in four minutes, we'll check on weather and traffic and immediately go into the... Uh, the piece uh, put out uh, this morning at rockoftalk.chat. Don't forget, you guys can uh, catch us live directly at rockoftalk.tv. We're on Roku. We're on Amazon Fire, AM 1600 KIVA on your radio, directly on your app, and abq.fm and rockoftalk.com. 522, back and forth. Thanks for listening. Winter is here, and the real estate market in New Mexico is different than past years. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi with Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. And this is Tico Venturi. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the reasons to sell now. There are a lot of unknowns going into 2021 for real estate. What's certain right now, buyer demand is very strong, interest rates are making monthly payments very affordable, and the number of homes available right now for sale is at an all-time low. Has there ever been a time when there was a great opportunity and you missed out? Don't wait to sell and miss out this time. Home buyers are waiting. Call us now to put a plan in place to get your home sold for top dollar. Studies have shown that the biggest regret of home sellers is that they don't start are preparing to sell their home early enough. If 2021 is a year you're going to move up, move out, or move on, time to give us a call. Hire us, the number one real estate team in New Mexico. Call now, 448-8888 or on the web. WelcomeHomeABQ.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883-3683. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. 
Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer, 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. Next couple of days in the 60s, and then we're going to kind of plummet just a little bit down into the 40s once again. So let's just enjoy the first three this month. I'm sorry, this week. Right now in Rio Rancho, 50 degrees. Town Shopping Center, 51, and it's 51 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, looks like they got rid of that stall on I-25 northbound right at Lomas. Everything's off the freeway there. If you go on I-40 eastbound, though, just past Carlisle, another stall, big yellow's on scene with that. And looks like the drive's still kind of tight as you make your way on Paseo del Norte westbound. Kimmick on up to Unser. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Salon Helena. Live spring at Salon Helena. A couple of great things there. You get canyon water and you got that salt room. Put those two together and you're starting out the year really healthy. Canyon water is alkaline water, so that's going to really keep you rejuvenated. And it's going to be a great way to you change your water. You're going to change your life. The salt room, that's going to be perfect if you have any kind of breathing problems, asthma, and that kind of thing. So go to Live Spring at Salon Helena. They are on Manal, just west of Wyoming. And with that, we're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 527 here in the Kiva on AM 600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, and rockoftalk.com on your mobile phone or computer, and Rock of Talk TV for Roku and Amazon Fire, and also rockoftalk.tv. You get a complete video archive of the show as well. If you guys haven't noticed, I have the American flag, the thin blue line flag, and George Washington headquarters flag, and the New Mexico flag uh, behind me. And for those of you who are able to look a little closer. You'll also find some nice Easter eggs. If you guys don't know what Easter eggs are, well, then I don't even know what else to say. It's a Marvel movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a Marvel movie. you got to find all the things that Eddie's hiding around his uh, studio. Some interesting uh, comments came in. Rudy had one uh, with regard to, yes, there is no Mother's Day and there is no Father's Day on the calendar. Un. Believable. Yeah, Rudy, and uh, and uh, Dowd had some comments about that, Dowd. No, I just remember how I learned about VE and VJ Day. I was a bit, probably in the late 70s, early 80s uh, at the farm. Of course, we have big calendars on the wall tracking all of our agricultural tasks, and uh, the VE and VJ Day were on those calendars. I remember asking my mother what, you know, actually asked. My mother was actually around growing up. I know we don't do that in America anymore. You know. Anyway, uh, we farm out our, our child care. Anyway, so that's how I learned about VE and VJ, but can you imagine victory over Japan Day? No, they might allow victory in Europe Day because Europeans are bad people. 
they would never allow Victory Japan Day because uh, you know oh, those yeah. are minorities. Right, Asian, right, so right, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, uh, seeing there, you can see no Mother's Day right there in May. I'm there. just confused. We can have. What do you, every, we we're all confused. There's 58 <laughs> different genders. I think uh, Dad was talking about cisgender. Yes. It's, it's going to affect us like if two mothers, two fathers. Well, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mother's Day and Father's parents. Day are heteronormative and cisgendered, and we can't we can't honor that. Can't have that. No, no but no, we no. can definitely have Ied Al Fatir. Right. Uh, we can definitely have Dinwali. And Kwanzaa and Juneteenth. We can yeah. definitely have all of those. Wow. Uh, brave new world out there, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, very quick call. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead, very quickly. Oh, hey, Eddie. Yeah, I, was, I missed it, and I found out. I just heard you guys talk. There's no Father's Day, no Mother's Day. Is Veterans Day removed? Uh, Veterans Day, I believe, was removed. Let me see. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Don't before you cuss. <laughs> uh, Veterans Day, no. Veterans Day is on there. Native Her Native American Heritage Month, Hanukkah. Uh, uh, Memorial Day in May? Memorial, Memorial Day is there. Was there yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm betting Kwanzaa's there, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Kwanzaa's definitely there. Uh, make no mistake huh. about it. It's going to be bigger than ever. I mean, rem uh, remember when uh, uh, President Barack Obama was in the White House and refused to have a Christmas tree? Does anybody recall that? <laughs> Go back and look yeah, right. on that, uh, uh, Dowd, when you yeah. get a chance. But uh, there was uh, a, that whole the thing. the White House in rainbow colors, too. Did, yeah, there was that. that number. There was that. We were going to yeah. definitely. I think they're going to rename the White House. Uh, I'm sure that's definitely coming. <laughs> we have how many executive orders? We're over 40. Well over 40 now. Over 40, um, So, yeah, they're all kind of coming. Did you have a question or a comment? No, no, just that observation because I'm a father and a veteran, and my dad was a father Thank you and for a your service. as well. So, what uh, what line? We've been zeroed out. What service uh, line, sir? The United States Army. Thank you so much for your service, and thanks for yeah, listening to the Rock and <laughs> Go watch us on. You have a Roku device. Uh, yes, I do. Go turn us on. Go search The Rock of Talk on Roku, okay? Then you can see me talking. Yeah, you got it. I can't do that while I'm driving, though. Yeah, don't do that. Just watch us on your app, and uh, only when you're not driving. I appreciate the uh, phone call. All right, uh, so we got a, the things kind of going crazy to kick off the year. Uh, Mike Clausen's finally... Oh, let me read these. Uh, Mike, I want to make sure we test Mike. we got to give Mike like a three-minute entry. Mike, are you there? Are you there, Mike? Yeah. Yes, sir. I am here. Oh, and look at you. Good. Man, you look so handsome there for 70. I finally found a barber. Did you really? <laughs> when, when was that? Don't rat him out. <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm keeping it quiet. <laughs> All right. Don't, don't tell anybody you have a barber. So very quickly, let me finish before I'll, I'll, I'll introduce you and bring you in uh, real quick, Mike. Let me read in all of our texts that have uh, come in. Natalie has five kids, not uh, seven. So, <laughs> Give her but time. they're aiming for eight. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if to, I don't know if to congratulate uh, Jonathan or like you know, you know. I, I really don't know what to do. There, write him a <laughs> a votive card. It's like eight Leave that poor one alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eddie, is there a Groundhog Day on there? LOL. Probably because probably because only white people... Probably not, because only white people celebrate it in Pennsylvania. That's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, Eddie, my Easter Seals calendar has Lincoln's birthday and Washington's birthday. There we go. Finally, a good calendar. Uh, Easter is my birthday. Okay, that's very cool. Uh, Chris says, it's interesting because Muslims were and also, also the most prolific slaveholders in the history of the world. That is true. Yeah. Um, by the way, the Native American tribes almost all held slaves at some point. They Indeed, did. They would yeah. enslave each other. Uh, my mom texted and wanted to know what calendar I was looking at. She's like, what calendar do you have, mijito? How come you don't have the Catholic calendar in your office? I'm going to take you one. I'm going to go give you one. I'm going to have the priest bless it. That's, that's what my mom's going to tell me. Isn't that funny? 
Uh, hi, Eddie. Did they get rid of the Redneck Day? What about that? I bought a new gun day. Is that that in there? <laughs> Where, when would Redneck Day be? If you had to, like, put it into a certain place. When do you think? Mike, uh, what, when, do you, when do you think Redneck Day would be, Mike? I'd, I'd say the 4th of July. <laughs> Around there, summer. Wow. Uh, I, was, I was hoping you'd have a better answer than that. but uh, I guarantee you, you they did not have Robert E. Lee Day or Nathan Bedford Forrest Day on that catalog. I mean, yeah, no, there we go. <laughs> uh, Michael checks in. What's, will the app have video streaming? It, it already has it. ABQ.FM has the app streaming. What, I mean, video streaming. What, why are you asking me for it? Go check in on it. It's there. There it is. Uh, you can watch us. Uh, Eddie used to know Santa Fe Priest, whose name was pronounced... Preto. Oh, yeah, Preto. Uh, if this was the person you told us about, you would love him. He is Jewish. Yes, I. Uh, people should know I have Jewish heritage. Uh, you should know that. He took one look at me and said, you're Jewish. This priest used to play at the piano at the bar. That's right. He said that many lives were changed and many confessions were heard. Super neat guy. You guys are sharing so many stories. And, oh, wow, you guys are loving the uh, Rock of Talk TV. There you go. I appreciate that, Brian. And. Uh, Brian has designed all of our graphics. He's really uh, skilled. Just so you know. So he's pointing out to a graphic that he did not actually design that he's going to, you know. But he's on top of things. So, all right. So, Mike, it was another uh, murderous day here in the land and the city of Albuquerque. We're breaking bad. We broke it already. The month of January, now that we have some modifications to January, what's the official number, sir, that uh, you have? Be okay, uh, I actually I have this directly from the Albuquerque Police Department. I got a little print out of it right here and everything like that, and it's giving me a breakdown of everything. Officially, there have been 14 homicides in the month of January, and there was one shooting that was uh, switched from a homicide to a suicide. There was a that was the one that was on Ranchitos, and there was a shooting on the 9th of January on San Antonio, and that was that's being investigated as a justifiable homicide. So that could be that could bring it up to 15. Uh, and then I have a list of every homicide there. And right okay. now, in the last seven days, there's been five homicides oh, that they're investigating. That doesn't include Have you the noticed the news is finally weekend. jumping on all the stuff that we're doing? Uh, Channel 4 did that. Uh, uh, they said, violent week in Albuquerque. It's like literally they took my... Saturday, two dead. Sunday, one dead. Monday, one dead. Tuesday, one dead. Wednesday, two dead. Uh, so just in the last week, if you're looking at the over the last week, that's seven homicides uh, since last Saturday night over the last nine days. So uh, uh, pretty high. And uh, quite honestly, if you were to just take those numbers, Mike, and this is why your numbers are wrong, sir, no uh, no offense uh, to you, but if you were to just take the these ones on top of the previous article, and you have that old article right down, the one that had uh, us at, I think, uh, nine, nine homicides to start the year, I think eight so, or yeah. nine. Yeah. Uh, the nine would be on top of the seven there, so that would be 16. So APD is pushing 14. They're going to push it lower and lower. Um, and, you know, just over the, the weekend, this article that came out from KKOAT, uh, this was about uh, Friday that you and I were talking about, Mike. Friday, 9 a.m. Uh, was what they said the homicide was, the first stabbing and the second stabbing, I-40 and Eubank. Uh, was at noon. They said the first one actually happened at the courtyard right across the street here from the radio station. So uh, over here in the Albuquerque Sunport. So please continue. Okay, well, uh, again, there's five being investigated this week, and we're not taking into consideration that last week there was a body found in the river. Now, I have uh, sources close to me on my webpage that uh, are telling me that that was ruled a homicide, yet I haven't... Uh, 
Gallegos from the PIO hasn't told me that anything that's been ruled a homicide. How do we not uh, know exactly guys? whether or not something is a homicide or somebody died? Why Why is there discrepancy in, in these numbers? Either somebody died by homicide or they didn't. Well, in the particular case of a body in the river, he had been in the water for several several days. So uh, being identifying the body, for one thing, is, makes it difficult. And also uh, the the mechanism, what they call the mechanism of injury or mechanism of death, it makes it a little bit more difficult to determine. Uh, even a gunshot wound uh, in the heart or in the chest, uh, after a body's been in the water for several days, would make it very difficult. So, And it... Uh, how soon they can get to autopsy? So, um, I, all right, there all is right, so all right, I got it. I, I, got, it. I got it, Mike. Uh, so, essentially, yep. I think where we're at is a minimum of seventeen homicides for the month of January. So, it's another. So, what happened today? Break it down. Uh, okay, today. Well, uh, first thing this morning, we had a shooting at the Landmark Apartments. That's in the uh, on Indian School Northeast, right there behind Coronado Hall. I, I live there. there. Uh, very, very nice, a very exclusive kind of apartment complex. Uh, the uh, shooting had happened in the parking lot. A calling party just said he heard gunshots, found a person laying in the parking lot. It had been shot in the face. Um, he was transported to UNMH. At first, it didn't look good, um, but uh, the reports over the two-way radio came back, said it was he was in stable condition. So that, that was taken off the list. Shot in the he, face? Uh, I would imagine if you're shot in the face, wouldn't that be shot in the head? Uh, they, the, when the ambulance traffic is calling it in, they, they would consider that both. Uh, so what do we say? Shot in the face. Uh, so he was shot in the face. So when the I'm I'm listening to the ambulance traffic going to the hospital to determine the extent of injuries and the possibility of the person uh, coding or going, you know, dying in the rig. Okay. Second, so, second shooting. The second shooting happened at Wyoming and Lomas maybe an hour after that. Originally, that came in as a, a shooting to the head. Um, when I got there, probably five minutes after the, the original dispatch, they already had the intersection closed off, but I happened to end up inside the crime scene, so I had to leave rather quickly. But I, I originally had got that as a sh uh, justifiable, not justifiable, but a shooting homicide because it was a shooting in the head. Turned out, evidently, that um, this person was being uh, pursued, or the police were getting ready to do a felony warrant traffic stop on the individual. Um, he he barricaded himself literally in his car. SWAT was called, and it ended up him. He uh, shot himself in the in the head in front of the police officer. So I'm as confused as ever. Every single thing that comes out of the public information office. Albuquerque Police Department, whether it's numbers, whether it's reports, whether I don't even know what to believe. And uh, the information, one of the reasons why we have you uh, doing this segment is because there's literally no information coming uh, from the uh, news organization. They won't cover That's in right. detail. Let me finish. They won't cover it anything in detail about what's actually happening. Uh, have you noticed that? They don't cover anything in detail. You're I have noticed. No information whatsoever. Uh, but then when it's time to aggregate everything into one, that's when they'll go ahead and cover homicides or anything like that. So basically it's all just a number as far as running a story and letting you know that they have a handle on it. But uh, it's more than 14. Uh, I'd love to see that uh, information that you have, Mike, with regard to the only reporting of 14. Anything else? 
Mike, anything else? Uh, no, that's about it. Like I said, we did have the shooting over the weekend. I'm waiting to see if the person dies or not. Would also raise the numbers up. But other than that, I got my ears on the scanner. I'm on top of it, and if I when it happens, you'll you'll know about it right away. All right, I appreciate that, Mike. And also, I think one of the things that we do know is uh, in the the midst of all this is. You know, we don't get follow-up reports on nope. any on anything that's come up with shooting. Like this is the reporter's job. We want to know journalistic curiosity. Yeah. So there you go. We'll leave it there. Uh, we'll get into uh, more things. We'll get to uh, Dow's article, and we'll talk about, I guess, uh, white supremacy and crime uh, when we return here in the Kiva. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blow Up. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Light. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856 1171 856 1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com loves to match the right pets with the right families, making your kids happy. Petland on Paseo del Norte at Ventura online pets.theplaceilike.com Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771 771- 3937. 
Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. Are you currently leasing but have always wanted to own a building? Looking to take advantage of all-time historically low interest rates? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. Time to put things together, starting with the weather next couple of days in the 60s. After that, it's kind of a slight chance of rain, taking us down into the 40s again. So let's just enjoy the next couple, huh? 50 degrees right now at the Santa Ana Star and Knob Hill. It's 51 and 50 here at the Rock of Talk. Unser northbound before Western. That crash is clearing. Traffic still stumbles, though, as you make your way through the petroglyphs there. If your drive continues on Unser northbound, right at about Russ Medical Center, you're going to start seeing everything slowing down once again. It'll get better just beyond Cabazon. And it's just getting worse on Paseo del Norte westbound from Kimmick crossing Unser all the way up to Universe. You're going to be under 10 miles an hour. This traffic report brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Companion care, reasonable rates, and they will do a super job with your folks. Household services, mobile assistance, meal preparation, cognitive assistance. Amazing people ready to help. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services accepts insurance as well as pay clients. And you can get a hold of Amazing Grace by going to homecare.theplaceilike.com. All right, we're up to date. Now let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Thanks so much for uh, joining us here. ABQ.FM and RockUpTalk.com on your app, and you can see us. And when you download that app, uh, you know what? Let me tell you, I I get after people because I get tired of people who tell me, yeah, I don't text. I don't text. Like, what year do you think you live in that you don't have to text? I don't know. I don't have a phone. I don't know how to use it. Uh, you don't have email? You don't have text? Well, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't want to download an app because of yeah. privacy stuff. Yeah. There's nothing here that we're taking. We're not taking anything that's from... If you can't download an app and you can't do a text message, I don't know what, what else to do with you. I'm losing my patience over the, like, the anti-tech guys, too. Yeah. It's the equivalent of not having... The anti-tech conservatives. Oh, you're you're idiots. And, and that's you the, guys are literally idiots. It's the equivalent of ha- not having a car in the 1950s or 60s, okay? Technology changes... You can't stay stuck in what way things were when you were a teenager, okay? What's get up, a Roku? Get up What's yeah. a Roku? I don't know. It just sounds gotta. expensive. I cut the cord. Like, please stop. <laughs> stop being. Stop standing here. Or, well, I've never been on social media before. Well, now you don't have to worry about it because none of you are going to be on social media. Okay, so very easy right here. I know I, I, I added a new station, by the way. I put together a new station over the weekend. Alt 2K. Really? Yeah. I just uh, put it all to I've been working on it for a few weeks. So do you want to hear it, Rudy, really quick? Yes. Yeah, uh, the, what's on the all 2K very quickly? I'm not, well, I can't play it on here, I'll, but um, I have it on my app. So I put it in there. And then we have a new landing site as well. Let's see what's playing. That's uh, uh, Let Down by Michigander. Really good music. And, yeah, it's my list, so... Oh, there you go. I'm not going to be nice. I'm going to be truthful. That's 
what I'm going to do, and I'm not going to dance for any of you. Well, who are, also I've done literally everything. I've provided news sites. I've provided radio yeah. stations. <laughs> there's literally, like, you can watch me on the video right there. Like, there's the video that's ready to play right on the app, and you click on the, the three bars on the left. Look, there's me double time. Look, so now I'm I'm talking. Yeah. Boom, boom. And all boom, this tech has never all been more user-friendly than it is right now. It's not 1995. It's never been more user-friendly than it is right now. And here's what's going to happen is is other people are going to go out and, and do it. They're going to copy everything I do. They're going to say they, they did it first, and then that Eddie is copying them. Trust me, there's nobody who's doing anywhere even close to the amount of work and the amount of technological innovation and things that I'm doing. Not to mention my, look, you can get the podcast, the on-demand stuff that's there. And here's my new on-demand uh, uh, station where you can pull up, like, you can go watch Rebecca and Natalie over the weekend. You can watch Tigo and Tracy. You can watch our top ten. And you just kind of shuffle through them. And it's all right there. And guess what? No YouTube, no Facebook, no Twitter, none of that stuff. You're just... Out. So get with it, okay? So don't tell me about you don't know how to use stuff. I, I don't want to hear it anymore. Um, Eddie, thank you for your start and support. Yes, like you, Eddie, Jesus was not afraid to call him out. Ooh, that's from Morrissey. There are some bad people on the right. Oh, I lo you love Morrissey. I know you do right now. You're <laughs> yeah, a Morrissey yeah. guy. All right, big uh, write-up this morning, uh, something you should pay attention to. And uh, Dowd had it and uh, really nails it yet once again. Yeah, uh, folks, you may not know this, but domestic terrorism is coming to uh, to blow up your house while you're in your jammies. Uh, that is according sarcasm. to the left. That's sarcasm. That is according to the left. That is according to the Biden administration, which has been drafting uh, new uh, counter-terrorism, counter-domestic terrorism, counter -terrorism, counter -domestic terrorism uh, laws. And we also have, uh, for a couple of years now, we have this movement in New Mexico that... Domestic terrorism, they primarily mean uh, what they call, you know, far-right, alt-right, white supremacist. Uh, and they kind of like yeah, all hint, the alerts. hint toward its, you know, Trump supporters. And, of course, right. what happened on January 6th, which is, you know, the smashing of the windows and all that, I don't I don't endorse that. But uh, I contrast, the, I start the piece off by contrasting uh, our friend, uh, Coy Griffin, who, you know, is a chucklehead, let's face it. I mean, he says stupid things, um, and uh, I'm not defending him. But I contrast him with a woman who's been arrested in Philadelphia. She was arrested and charged, I guess, on federal crimes for torching two police cars in Philadelphia. Uh, she has a website set up, and uh, thousands of dollars have come in for her legal defense. Her name is Laura Elizabeth Blumenthal, and uh, she was charged, uh, again, in Philadelphia. This happened in the <coughs> wake of the peaceful protests. Oh, about, yeah. You mean uh, the one where they were overturning yeah, uh, food yeah, all tables, terrorizing protests. people? And the funny thing out. is, when she torched these police cars, I guess earlier in the morning in Philadelphia, this happened in uh, I think early June, of course, when all this was, was going on, uh, there was a peaceful protest in Philadelphia, and then as the afternoon wore on, the peaceful, as so was so often the case in 2020, uh, she decided to torch uh, torch a couple of cop cars. She's under, uh, allegedly, a torch a couple of cop cars. Eddie, the funny thing about this woman's uh, idiocy is she had an, an Etsy review of the T-shirt she was wearing. My God. So she wore the same T-shirt she had written weeks or months earlier, an Etsy review of. So there's a photograph of her. She's got her face mask on, of course, so nobody mm -hmm. knows who is. Right, right. So she is. The FBI says that's a really unique t-shirt so they go looking for reviews of this unique t-shirt and they get her name and they cross-reference her with another thing and they look at you know her prof her online media presence and her hair looks the same her body type looks the same they found her because she wore a t-shirt that she wrote a review of when she went out torching police cars so not and, a bright woman not cheap so you're no you're supporting local yeah, or, or right. you're supporting a, a local economy somewhere <laughs> it's probably like 35 40 dollars plus the eight dollars on top shipping right and what i want to do is in this piece, why, why I contrasted Coy Griffin with this woman, and there's a picture of her throwing this piece 
of wood into the police car is compare the threat that the Biden administration and a lot of these liberals are saying versus the reality. I mean, Coy Griffin is a chucklehead. He says stupid things. Uh, he's not. He hasn't been arrested for throwing uh, Molotov cocktails into police cars. Uh, we we're having this fight in America over you know who the real threat is, and we do hate each other. There's data on this about Republicans. Republicans and Democrats think. You know, you're not a member of the human race. If we lose the election coming up, it's going to be because of vote, voter fraud. Both sides felt that way. We have tremendous polarization. But what happened after January 6th is the left has moved very, very quickly to say, oh, you see what happened there? You see the, you know, the crazy guy with the buffalo horns? I mean, that's indicative of this horrific white supremacist far-right terrorism in the country. Um, the narrative kind of falls apart when you begin to really examine uh, the data. Uh, the ADL, Anti-Defamation League, League, did an interesting study of... Um, political killings, domestic terrorism in 2019, they found that 38 people were killed by what they consider right-wing terrorists. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that amounts to 0.23% of all murders in 2019. I think the murders were really coming from other sources of crime, but they, they want to peddle this narrative, and of course uh, some principled people, our, our friend Glenn Greenwald, a friend of the show, uh, kind of indirectly, is saying, quote, it's long been clear in the post-Trump era that media outlets are looking to keep viewers hooked and government officials looking to increase their power, and they will do everything possible to center and inflate the threat posed by right-wing factions. Uh, Rand Paul, just a couple days ago on Fox, uh, quote, we have to be very careful when they start talking about domestic terrorism. The last time we did this was the Patriot Act, and they said we're only going to spy on foreigners, but it turned out they were spying on every American. They were cataloging every American's phone calls, and our uh, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, Democrat, ran for the nomination for the Democratic Party, is calling out Joe, Bride, Joe Biden, uh, Representative Adam Schiff, uh, saying uh, you need to denounce those who are advocating for targeting half the country as potential domestic terrorists, truly unite the American people around our Constitution and the rights that are endowed to us by our Creator. That's a Democrat, ladies and gentlemen, and of course, she's no longer in office, and of course, they wouldn't let her even close to the nomination because she believes those things. Here in New Mexico, it all started in 2019. The governor, uh, our new governor, Michelle Lujan Grisham, in the summer of 2019, had a domestic terrorism summit. And Eddie, this is my favorite quote in the whole piece. She had a member of her Homeland Security and Emergency Management Department come and say, oh, you know, there's white supremacy groups, there's anti-government extremists, there's single-issue extremists, and those would be examples of domestic terrorists. Later in his testimony, he said... The FBI has stated that there are no known hate groups currently active in New Mexico. So we're having a summit literally over something that doesn't exist. Uh, and then I throw the statistic out there, maybe your, your favorite, Eddie. Uh, it's really tough to recruit for the skinheads in the KKK, given that uh, New Mexico is the third least white state in the entire union. Uh, Hawaii and California are the only less white states. So this threat of domestic terrorism, um, FBI saying there's no risk, uh, no, no presence, no known presence uh, in 2019... Obviously, that changes. Uh, that changes after uh, January 6th because the left is capitalizing on uh, this event at uh, at the Capitol building. We have legislation underway uh, per currently before legislators. Uh, something it's basically an echo of a bill they had submitted earlier, uh, defining de d domestic terrorism, making a terroristic threat. All these new crimes they're inventing, but of course all this activity is already illegal under existing law, which is sort of a minor complication. Uh, the Public Defender's Office has commented on uh, HB uh, 70, that's uh, currently before uh, legislators, uh, they have said quote, in addition to covering behavior already punished as criminal, this new terrorism crime, the new terrorism crimes this bill proposes are exceedingly broad and unduly vague get this ladies and gentlemen, so that they cast the net far too broadly to target actual 
terrorists. And there's a left-winger up in Los Alamos, uh, Sumio Lahiri Gupta, a big left-wing activist. I think he's, Eddie, I think right now he's studying law at UNM, which uh, is going to produce another left-wing lawyer in New Mexico, just what the land of enchantment needs. Um, He has raised questions as a leftist uh, about this bill being proposed that would be used against, allegedly, people on the right. If I post a Facebook status arguing that the USA desperately needs a public option for health care to prevent further COVID-19-related deaths, it is likely that many will interpret my words as simply a healthcare opinion. However, if an individual reads that status as a threat, he or she could report it to the New Mexico, uh, get this, all-source intelligence center. That's what's uh, being proposed, uh, being created with HB 70, leading me to be investigated by local, state, and federal agencies. The left in Washington, the left in Santa Fe, is capitalizing on this narrative that white supremacist alt-right Trumpians are posed, are they're the new Al Qaeda basically, and principled people, constitutionalists, conservatives, even liberals like Glenn Greenwald, uh, even this lefty activist from Los Alamos are saying, let's not go nuts with creating all new types of laws and all new entities and all new organizations and all new appropriations when existing law covers all of the crimes that people might be committing under domestic terrorism. Meanwhile, we just heard, ladies and gentlemen, crime, uh, blood running in the streets of Albuquerque, and I, I, walk, I end up the article, I, I conclude it by saying, are the leftists who dominate the, dominate the roundhouse interested in addressing the very real terrors far too many residents of the Duke City face every day, or is progressive virtue signaling and the not-too-subtle demonization of their political opponents a higher priority? Sadly, well, there's zero doubt. I think we know what the answer Yeah, we know the answer that definitely to that. Great job, Dowd. I think a couple of things immediately come to mind. Uh, one, you know it's illogical and baseless if you have people from uh, who are radically on the other side are pushing back against this. Uh, so uh, you can also hearken back to back of August of 2019 when Michelle Lujan Grisham went with her town hall style uh, gatherings in order to go ahead and push, uh, you know, the taking back of the guns after the Walmart shooting in El yep. Paso. Yep. You know, that's a, that's a big deal. I think we need to probably look forward and look ahead and stop the politics of demonization uh, here, but uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't uh, really talk about the leftist Antifa and the other people uh, who were tearing down obelisk public property, Juan Doñate uh, taking out DeVargas and uh, taking out uh, even here at the city of Albuquerque the same stuff. And who was really in charge and, and who enabled them? And that was Tim Keller and Michelle Lujan Grisham. And they were somehow able to demonize just one guy or one person. You give them enough ammo, uh, they uh, demonized Greg. What was his last name? The, oh, Stephen, the, Stephen Baca? Yeah, Stephen yep. Baca, excuse me. And then they demonized now Coy Griffin. They're looking for the next person to do it, and they are relentless, merciless, and they'll do everything that they can to stop it because they know that we're on the right side of things uh, with this stuff. And uh, it's literally just standing up for the country. The real criminals, according to them, are people who fly the flag, uh, like the flags you see behind me, uh, who stand up for our police forces, like the people who stand behind me, and for also for George Washington, whose flag you see behind me. Uh, in fact, I will be their public enemy, number one, those crazy radical progressives. Hour three coming up. Stay tuned. You're listening to Fox News, ABQ.FM, K229CL, 93.7 FM, and AM1600, KIVA, Albuquerque. a good exchange of views. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. That from Maine Senator Susan Collins after she and nine other Republicans met with President Biden as they presented a smaller coronavirus relief package than the one the president is pitching. Collins said they didn't come to an agreement, but... What we did agree to do is to follow up and talk further 
at the staff level and amongst ourselves and with the president and vice president on how we can continue to work together on this very important issue. But Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says Democrats are ready to use a budget tool called reconciliation to get the president's proposal of nearly $2 trillion to a vote. The resolution, if passed by both chambers of Congress, will provide instructions for the House and Senate committees to begin work on a potential budget reconciliation bill, which will be the vehicle for urgent and necessary COVID relief. Use of reconciliation would only require a simple majority for the measure to pass. Millions of Americans from Maryland to Maine dealing with a major nor'easter. Some forecasts have the snow falling, wind blowing, and roads icing over into the evening hours on Tuesday. That prompted New York Mayor Bill de Blasio to tell his residents. We expect a lot more snow before this is over. Uh, Storms are unpredictable. So I want everyone to realize... Uh, it's not over. We got a long way to go. People have been urged to stay home, and that has caused many COVID vaccination sites to shut down from New York northward. But Vermont is saying with snow levels not quite at a foot, they plan to open some vaccination locations tomorrow. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Three people died in a shooting in northeastern Pennsylvania for an apparent argument over snow removal. America is listening to Fox News. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket Technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this. What can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states at MLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030. SA is now enforcing the federal mask mandate for air travel. The CDC's emergency order that federally mandates masks for public and commercial transportation comes along with President Biden authorizing the TSA to enforce the order at U.S. airports. Mask wearing at airports and on public transit had been the norm in many places due to local ordinance or state-level rules. Airlines had been mandating them for passengers during flights. This new CDC order for masks extends to city transportation like buses, subways, and light rail, and even ride-sharing. Evan Brown, Fox News. U.S. economy is projected to grow at 4.6% annual rate this year, but employment isn't expected to return to pre-pandemic levels until 2024. That's from the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office. While the growth estimates suggest a quick snapback in gross domestic product, the CBO shows hiring will lag as consumer spending returns and employers become more comfortable with adding workers. An Oregon law decriminalizing hard drugs is now in effect. Oregon Measure 110 approved by voters now reclassifies personal drug possession to a Class E violation with a maximum $100 fine if caught with what's considered personal use amounts of drugs like cocaine, meth, 
heroin, even oxycodone. Fines would be waived by completing health assessments, though there is no criminal penalty for failing to pay the fine. And health services may not be available after Democratic Governor Kate Brown's proposal to delay financial support until mid-next year, citing challenging economic times. This is the state health authority. Also reports a 40% spike in overdose deaths. In 2020, Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Wall Street now up 229 points. The Nasdaq plus 332. The S&P gained 59. I'm Lisa Lacerra, and this is Fox News. Third hour, and it is time we put things together, starting with the weather. Looks like the next couple of days is going to be really nice in the 60s. They say 65 by Wednesday. But then comes another downturn. Looks like we'll go into the 40s for the rest of the week. And a slight chance of rain over the weekend right now. It's 42 degrees in Santa Fe, 50 degrees ABQ Uptown, and it is 48 here at the Rock of Talk. Noticing a problem there, I-25, this is going to be southbound. Coming up on the big eye. Looks like uh, we got a stalled car there. It's now on the right shoulder, so that's some good news. The drive uh, that uh, takes you on Montano, that's really been stubborn all afternoon, and this is going to be the case right now. You know, it's that uh, construction that they're doing between Carlisle and the uh, I-25, but starting tomorrow at Renaissance out to the I-25 for all the eastbound traffic on Montano, they're going to be working there down to one right lane, so you need to plan ahead. Got to find an alternative route for that. All right, this traffic report is brought to you by El Taco Tote on Central across from the Historic Highland Theater. That is the home for the great family five meal deal. One and a half pounds of meat, you pick it. And then, of course, is it corn or flour tortillas? You get a dozen of those. And you get the sides and the salsa, chips, you get it all. If you'd like to see it all and order it, just simply go to family.enjoytakeout.com. We're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 606 in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, and rockoftalk.com as well. And then you can pick us up on Rock of Talk TV, both for Roku as well as the Amazon Fire. Third hour, D-Dowd Muska. We're doing the work here, making the sausage and... Well, let me just uh, say this. It's uh, not getting much better. The legislation up in the state of New Mexico, not looking good. Um, we've got HB, is it 140? Uh, it is 140. You brought it to my attention this morning. Yeah. And I think uh, this is something that uh, one of our listeners, I just say not one of our listeners, one of the parishioners, they, she went to Steve Pierce, she went to Janice Arnold-Jones, she went to all of these other people to try and let them know that, they, and there was like no response. No response at all from any of these people. Uh, in terms of getting this done. And everybody knows, and I, I said, don't you, like, have you not listened to the show? She wasn't getting anywhere. And finally she comes over here and she was referred by somebody else, like, well, just give it to Eddie and then they'll talk about it and we're going to out them. So uh, I believe it's being heard, if I'm not mistaken, tomorrow. That tomorrow? Yes. At 1.30 in the afternoon. Okay. Where do we have? And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can't attend that hearing because it's a virtual hearing, so, but, you, but you can attend it over your computer. So we're going to get to kill of two bills, um, HB uh, 68. We're going to talk about that uh, as well. But, you know, this is the protection of pedophile bill, and it is missing all sorts of things, including introducing two separate issues into one bill. And it's hard to believe, uh, you know, we continue with this issue. I myself, uh, a victim uh, when I was a young boy, 
uh, and you'll be hearing. I, I will love to talk with you know people about that because it's so incredibly rampant out there. I could tell you about the the victims of of sexual abuse. I could tell you about how it happens. How it, I mean, it took me 35 years to essentially. Your life is never the same when this happens, folks. And I think you know we need to start talking about this. You might remember one Bill Richardson, uh, protected by one Gary King. Uh, when they decided to go ahead and say, oh, that's okay. You're registered as a pedophile, Jeffrey Epstein, in Florida, but according to our laws, we're going to make sure you don't have to register as a pedophile here. I gathered enough signatures uh, for uh, Santa Fe to convene a grand jury uh, to go ahead and seize Epstein Ranch. I'm in receipt of those signatures all right here. Never entered into the docket over there. And here you go. Game and Fish. Uh, Game and Fish is like an amplified state police for the state of New Mexico. They literally turn the screws on these people for Game and Fish, and it's a, it, it's a, um, a little bit of a rough-and-tumble organization in that they have full law enforcement capabilities, if I'm not mistaken on that doubt, uh, Game and Fish. But they lumped in yes. on the backside of this. And Very bizarre. Pastor Smotherman has talked about it. Thank you, Pastor Smotherman, our... our wonderful person who introduced us told us about uh, Pastor Smotherman bringing this up to his congregation. And folks, if this is going to change anywhere, if New Mexico is ever going to change, it's going to take all the faith communities coming together. You've seen Skip Heitzig, uh, you know, sort of turn the leaf and now go against Michelle Lujan Grisham. Uh, you know that everybody who's of faith right now is being uh, villainized. Uh, you're seeing what happened with the church and in the Catholic Church is happening in, internally, except for those uh, very few uh, pastors who are out there. In fact, Rudy brought, you brought our uh, the pastor, was it Pastor Dennis? Father Dennis? Scott. Scott. Father, Father, Scott. Father Scott. I'm thinking of the old uh, Father Dennis at San Felipe. He was a great guy uh, as well. But, you know, they are trying to turn us against uh, our Christian Catholic uh, traditions and heritage here in, in this state. And here's one way they're looking to protect the pedophilia here in the state of New Mexico, Doubt. Yeah, I mean, this is, a, as Eddie said, this is a strange bill because it starts off with making an alteration to a fish and game uh, sentencing, uh, a violation of just, you know, poaching or whatever. And then, uh, then suddenly, it's kind of like uh, seeing a cap gun and then seeing a howitzer. You know, it's like uh, this is not something a lot of people care about. And then they dump this sexual crime uh, reform, I guess you could right. call it, uh, later in the bill, and it's, it's it's so helpful to have the ability to search legislation online that you didn't have, you know, 20 or 30 years ago, because these kind of things can be slipped in, and unless you're really monitoring things, you don't know. I, Eddie, I can't read most of this language. We're, we're talking about two different types of sexual assault crimes, and I'm not going to read the language, because I probably I'm yeah. already queasy looking at it, and I'm, I don't it's not going to help anyone, and there might be people in a, car, in a car with a child. So, we're talking about pretty vile things that are done, you know, against the will. Uh, one, in regards to anybody, adult or child, and then one part of the statute more narrowly tailored toward children. Uh, let's just say if this kind of stuff was done to my nephew or my niece, who's not a blood niece, but I treat her mm -hmm. like a blood niece, I would be getting grabbing my Glock and looking to find the perpetrator and Absolutely. solve the problem Absolutely. all my own. I'm not endorsing violence. I'm just saying it's yeah. so vile. These are vile crimes committed against people. But the language where I can read is, is that it's currently on the books. If you're uh, convicted of this particular sexual assault crime or the other one referenced here, uh, you're guilty of a second-degree uh, felony, 
And right now, you, uh, under the law, will be sentenced to a minimum term of imprisonment of three years, uh, which shall not be suspended or deferred. So, S- still not hard enough. Still not a hard enough. People to would say that. Yes. No, and so. I think everybody would be like, I, I, yeah, you should throw pedophiles more. in jail. Yeah. Yep. Throw away the key. Yep. They can't be cured. Uh, but incidentally, if you want to find all the pedophiles and sexual uh, crime uh, people in your uh, district, sign up for Experian. It's the best way to go. So you can certainly find that. But uh, they want to go ahead and they, they, they think this is too harsh on pedophilia because... Yeah. Well, essentially, they're handing, they're removing this mandate on the judge. You have to sentence. You cannot sentence for anything less than three years for these two types of sexual assault crimes. So they're removing the authority. Uh, in, in, in the years ago, judges were seen as too lenient. So legislatures more and more began to impose these mandatory minimums. And I think there are reasonable reasons to debate the value of mandatory minimums. It seems to me when you're talking about sexual assault of adults or children, that's not the place you want to spark a debate about getting rid of mandatory minimums. As Eddie said, I think a lot of people would think a three-year mandatory minimum for these type of crimes, which literally make me queasy, I'm not going to read them to you, um, should be even it, harsher it, than, the, than the three years. So One is penetration, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, if we can debate mandatory minimum, like, hey, that, that mandatory minimum for vandalism is too harsh. You know, that mandatory minimum for small drug possession is too harsh. This is a mandatory minimum for a crime which, I mean, folks, 99.999% of people are going to put at the top category brutal sexual assault of adults or children. And so they're removing this mandatory three-year minimum, and it just seems, why? Uh, you know, I mean, for a minimum that, that many people would think would probably be too light, and they're taking, they're striking, that, this is a simple strike language, they're, they're striking that mandatory minimum out of the law as it exists right now, so... Um, when, pretty when disturbing. I, when pretty when disturbing. I tell you the background to this, yeah, you, and I give you the number, I want you to blow up this woman's phone, and I mean call. <laughs> so before you turn that to mean, well, Eddie Aragon is on the radio, and he's saying blow up, and <laughs> and, and, and the, no, we're not advocating anything of that. Uh, please don't take it out of context. This is being introduced by Karen Bash. She's a brand-new representative. Uh, she's the one who replaced, if I'm not mistaken, Monica Youngblood. Uh, Youngblood. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I have her full bio, if you want. Yeah. So she is, uh, well, and fill in the blanks, she's retired, I, I can't make this up, folks, retired clergy. Clergy. Yep. Retired clergy. With our clergy members and the rampant pedophilia and taking advantage of trust relationships that has come within the church. And this is this is the person who's introducing, hey, go easy on pedophiles. If you go to her website, Karen Bash NM, and I, that, I think that word is so good because I think it's exactly what you should do. You should be bashing her and her record and her directly as a representative for introducing this. And let me say, let me go you one further. I doubt Karen has actually read this legislation. She may not even know that she's introducing it. Karen Bash is introducing pedophile attraction to the state of New Mexico by way of this bill that's being introduced. State Representative District 68 on your west in your west side. So if you voted for her, you voted to go easier on pedophiles here in the state of New Mexico. You're on board for going easy and making sure that they don't have mandatory minimums. It's already we're already attracting pedophiles all over the place. Heck, it was so good. It was great for business. Jeffrey Epstein uh, came here to the state of New Mexico and had Bill Richardson himself literally write something from the uh, the Attorney General's office again. You do not have to register 
as a registered sex offender here in the state of New Mexico. It's coming from Gary King's office. Think about this. And this is your representative. Well, tell me some other good things on her bio. Is there any? Yeah. Uh, she, okay, so she grew up in uh, the southwest outside of Denver. And I know yeah, that's always Denver, an issue right. for you for people who are were not raised here. Uh, she got married. She was in Texas for a while. She went to Iowa and spent three years in a seminary earning a Master of Divinity degree. Uh, immediately after seminary, she and her husband were called were called as co-pastors to a church in the Des Moines area. Uh, she has served uh, with the Congregational Council as a moderator and a member of the Rotary Club of uh, Albuquerque. My favorite quote about her, Eddie, is from her website, KarenBashNM.com forward slash issues. Karen, get this. Sit down, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to pull over to the side of the road. This is the woman who's trying to do away with mandatory minimums as it relates to pedophilia. Karen cares about New Mexico and our children. Really? How do we know that this isn't an entree? She isn't introducing... And I think when you introduce and you're part of a clergy which already has sort of that uh, type of feel to it, given the history here in the state of New Mexico, how do you go out on, in that direction and introduce legislation like this? Huh. And how is it in you in District 68 who decided to vote for Karen Bash... Now, why aren't you not picking up the phone and giving her a call? There's no doubt that this bill needs to be killed and killed immediately. This is causing irreparable harm to the children of New Mexico. Karen doesn't care about New Mexico. Karen doesn't care about the children. She's literally harboring, harboring and attracting pedophilia here to the state of New Mexico. Uh, also, I rest my case. Yeah, also on her website, KarenBashNM.com, issues, uh, she will ensure, let's see, uh, she worked for our safety and work hard to, quote, keep repeat and dangerous offenders in jail. Well, well that does exactly the opposite. <laughs> I mean, it's a, is I would right say now? someone who commits sexual assault is a dangerous offender, and I would say doing away with a mandatory minimum would be getting them potentially out of jail quicker, but... Hey, you know, I'm not that smart. So she's affiliated with Rotary and Interfaith Power in Light. Oh, of course, yeah, Interfaith, the, yeah. the interfaith. religious left in the I've state. never heard of her. Her her school, Phillips University. I've never heard of her school. Uh, is it one of those schools that is no longer in operation? She yeah, beat uh, Giovanni Coppola. I believe uh, there was a, a lot of ad hominem going against uh, Giovanni. I'm sure he's going to run again, and I certainly hope that he does. But if I were Giovanni, uh, Senor. Oh, that's a pretty cool name, i got to say. Uh, very cool. A uh, very cool name. So I think Mr. Coppola should immediately send out uh, a list out to everybody, pay whatever he needs to pay to send out a massive email of what Karen Bash is doing. And, I mean, figure out a way to censure her or sort of create something that will uh, sort of build into the next time. I mean, it's never too early to start on this, uh, Giovanni. So as much as heat as you took, and I've never met Giovanni Coppola, or I even had a conversation uh, with him. But I would say as much heat as he took during the primary for things he needs, or or during the general election, he needs to go ahead and start turning up the push uh, the the heat on this right now. Uh, just final point about Karen: she quote learned her values and faith from her parents who were devout Christians. How would her parents feel about uh, her uh, freeing up the penalties against? Uh, Pedophilia. Experian is the um, app that you want to go ahead and subscribe to. It's worth the money, $30. It gives you a list of all the pedophiles uh, in your area. Uh, when a new pedophile uh, or new sex crimes uh, person moves into your area, it immediately lets you know. So that's something that... Uh, and they're required to register. Well, except, except of course, if you're Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> 550, 5, uh, Let's see... 
Let's see what this is. Lomas and Wyoming still blocked off. Uh, bills, uh, by the way, Eddie, have only to contain one subject according to the Mexico Constitution. Right, this is a problem from that standpoint. I mean, she's stupid for introducing this. How does a game and fish bill pull molested kids? Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, it's, it's a general reform bill on mandatory minimums for a bunch of different crimes, and so the sexual assault are included within game and fish crimes, which, you know, a little uh, jarring there, a little juxtaposition. Eddie, I live in Central Texas, but on occasion I travel to New Mexico. I heard you about a year ago, and now I listen to you every night. Your app is awesome. Rock of Talk TV really rocks. You are the most informative talk radio person I hear on the radio. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate it. That's from the uh, 512, and uh, a lot of that is uh, due to doubt, and we'll talk about the stats a little bit later. All right, I think we should kill another bill, HB 68. I've got some even uh, more information, and... Uh, our gal uh, has been going uh, quiet. Uh, Hawkman V. Hill? Yes. Day she's on. Been, COVID uh, day on, I call her. Yeah, she calls her opponent COVID alley. She's got an 8.30 uh, Zoom meeting uh, tomorrow. Oh. Uh, so got to try and uh, check out what's going on. But according to some of the information uh, that I have, and this is unbelievable, the additional insured um, are not named according to her new legislation proposal, which she's trying to slam through. And if you look at the list of the committee of the people who are involved in looking and improving that, they have no idea. Donna Anna doesn't have any idea about uh, any of the insurance and the risks that uh, Virgin Galactic is going to be doing. And if you start to uh, look at um, the Spaceport Board, totally and completely unaware of what's happening uh, with regard to this bill. And there's no pushback uh, at this time. That now, board I have already useless, told you... Useless board. Yeah, I, I've already told you, Dad, and looking at this whole entire uh, debacle in southern New Mexico, and then you had Brian Colon and several other people get their auditor's uh, approval so that they could fully look at this. They used the chief as a fall guy. They knew that this was going. The bonds seemingly have never been issued to what we can uh, understand. The people on Dona Ana and Sierra County are on the hook. Are You've got Republicans like Rebecca Dow yep. who continue to push it. And other yep. people who are like, well, I'm not really sure why if I should do it or get involved. And now they're wanting to remove any and all liability for anything that Virgin Galactic sends out into outer space. How about we put on the front page of the Virgin Galactic website the truth about Virgin Galactic? We should put a web page out there or just, you know, put out the information. Because I like that. They're, they're doing this as a complete and total pump and dump. You know, the guy you, who's... Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, do you know anybody who really follows the spaceport and Virgin Galactic really cl closely who could... It's who, impossible. Who could contribute to that website? <laughs> I mean, I, I guarantee 90% of our listeners are like, well, we don't know where this spaceport is. And no. they keep talking about it. And it's a quarter of a billion dollars. And, you know, we know... And I've already told you that Branson's never going to get... And now Branson doesn't have anything to do with this. In fact, the He's guy who's the now. head of it is doing a pump and dump on the stock and he's taking that money with him to California, and his name is Palapatia. Yes. Uh, and this guy is taking that money, sold 3.8 million shares, made I don't know how much money off of that would be, what, 90, 90 million roughly? Yeah, I think, actually I think it was close to 100 even. Yeah. 100 million dollars, yeah. and now he's running for governor, and he's leading the purge on the recall of the governor of the state of California, and he literally doesn't see any value whatsoever. He looks at these things as complete and total blank check companies, so he can do a pump and dump. Yep. And what's Day Hockman v. Hill, and what are these people doing right now to go ahead and peck, uh, take care of and protect the New Mexico taxpayers? Nothing. Because they're doing it for their friends right now, to protect the the, the company and the economic development. And guess who's on the board? 
Guess who are the people who are on the board who are running the New Mexico spaceport? Inside. Alicia Keys yep. and the Lieutenant Governor Howie Morales. Yep. This is protected at the very highest levels of government, and all this money has just ran out of the state of New Mexico. It's never going to become anything, and I don't know if it's Kevin Robinson Avila or the Santa Fe New Mexican or whatever, but they have a complete and total love fest with anything having to do with whatever pet economic projects that they're doing. This falls under the same guise of Netflix, under the same guise as the uh, Rail Runner or the Fail Runner. It falls under all of those same type of, of economic development projects. If you want to go ahead and look at the Albuquerque Rabbit Transit, which the electronic bus is back into things uh, this week. Did you see that they re-released those? Yeah. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous what's happening here. And you can, it, we're going to talk about this more and more because very likely tomorrow morning they're going to say, well, sounds good. No liability. No, no big deal. Well, we'll just continue. This is the attitude of your legislators. So unless you pick up the phone and give them a call and tell them, if you pick up the phone right now and tell Jason Harper, say, Jason, you need to go ahead and pull the cord on this thing. How much, how much more free time and energy and uh, freebies from the New Mexico state governor can we possibly give them? And I think, you know, at this point, we need to start looking into the, the state investment council. We need to look into the New Mexico finance authority. We need to look into every crevice of this stuff so we can start to understand what's happening to this money because they're now going to start cranking this cash and pushing it into different positions. And all the while, they're smiling and dialing, telling you just how great the financial situation here is in the state of New Mexico. Uh, you and I are going to have a lot of fun uh, following Chamath uh, Palapatia's uh, run for governor. Um, this is a guy, ladies and gentlemen, who wormed his way into Branson, and then, of course, they declared the IPO. Uh, and again, as Eddie said, I think he recently made 98 uh, mil, uh, what he sold some of his stock for the company. He just made 98 million worth of stock. He should give that money immediately back to the state of New Mexico, <laughs> yeah, so, we could, so we could pay for something, but he's yeah. getting it for nothing. Go ahead. Uh, and his, his quote was, uh, he did this in mid-December, mid and of course, there are SEC, Securities and Exchange Commission requirements when you're on the board, and you have to disclose your stock sales. He said, quote, uh, you know, I did this in order to, quote, help manage my liquidity uh, for projects in 2021. Quote, I remain committed and excited for the future, close quote, of Virgin Galactic. You know, the sad thing about this guy, Eddie, is he's, he's got a pretty interesting story. He came out of Sri Lanka, uh, went to Canada as a refugee. His parents are poor. He works his way up, uh, you know, doing doing uh, undesirable jobs, slept on a mattress in the living room. Oh, there um, we go. There we go. You know, we go. We always have those stories. Well, graduated uh, at the age of 17, uh, went to a Canadian university, uh, and then, of course, went out and became uh, very, very, uh, got a degree in electrical engineering, a useful degree, and then went to California during the uh, tech boom. So made tons and tons of money. He became the uh, AOL's youngest vice president ever, then moved on to Facebook. And according to Stephen Levy in the book Facebook, The Inside Story, he said that Chamath was regarded as a bully, and he made many of his subordinates cry regularly. Uh, since leaving Facebook, uh, he's you know been a VC guy and just made tons and tons and tons of money, and uh, you know facilitated this initial public offer, offering for Virgin Galactic. And as, as he said, recently made almost a hundred million dollars unloading his stock in Virgin Galactic. And I don't think any of us in New Mexico saw a penny of that. Now he's running for governor of California, so he's going to stay in the news, and we're going to continue to dog this guy for weeks and months to come. The only guy that's made any money uh, out of this whole entire thing, this debacle, down southern New Mexico, has been Palapatia. Yeah. And the taxpayer ha uh, payers have lost. Uh, well, they have nothing to show for it. We're now, what, in our 13th year in 2021? Yeah. 2008 yeah. was expected yeah. uh, original delivery yeah, time. And Richardson is laughing all the way to the bank, whether his buddy is Palapatia or his buddy is Hunter Biden. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But you know what Hunter Biden's doing? 
You know what? One of the uh, greatest and easiest ways to go ahead and uh, create this sort of shelter for yourself. Become an artist. Oh. Did you know that? That's what all these artists are doing. So now he's uh, laying low in L.A., focusing on a new art career. And guess who gets mentioned in the midst of all this? Guess who gets uh, bisected by China and Hunter Biden is one former New Mexico Democratic governor, Bill Richardson. Bill. Yes. Let me let me give you let me let me give you the the write up. This is coming uh, directly from the the Post of New York, the home where Biden now lives. So I don't know, I'm sure if you've seen his his wife. Uh, she was there on stage for the swearing in. Now uh, Biden is 51 next week, by the way. He's prepping his solo show, uh, the Soho Art Dealer, Georges Berger. Who currently represents Sylvester Stallone? Yes, Sylvester. Hey, Biden uh, continues to hold business interests in a billion-dollar Chinese investment firm. Moved into the 2,000-square-foot hilltop Los Angeles home with his wife, Melissa Cohen, in January 2020. Two months before the birth of their baby boy. He's barely known her, I think, for, what, less than a year That's or not the stripper. That's somebody else, right? Yeah, no, the stripper somebody else. Uh, he took the paternity test, has to pay. Was she an Alabama stripper? Arkansas? I think it was, uh, something. The home is connected to, get this, Shane Coe, K-H-O-H, Los Angeles-based entrepreneur, real estate investor, who is CEO of SXU Investment Holdings, the California company that has owned 3.8 million property, a million-dollar property, since 2011. According to public records, he is an American who is fluent in Chinese, sits on the board of Xiongheng Realty uh, Trust, a Singapore-based real estate holding company, according to his link profile. He's also listed as a venture partner of Diverse Communities Impact Fund, a private equity group that features former Democratic New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson on its board of directors. Where do you think Hunter Biden got his start? At BGK with Chris Hines, Devin Archer, and yes, the newly retired at the time, former governor of the state of New Mexico, Mr. Bill Richardson. The house was so good, it was featured in New York Times profile of Biden as an emerging abstract painter. <laughs> in the midst of all his, you know, uh, drugs and all the various things that he's been yeah. doing. So we know he's been doing meth. Uh, what else has he been doing? Hero is what, not heroin. Crack? Yeah, I think it was his crack, right? Yeah, Biden somehow manages to, to pay $12,000 a month for the property. Co denied any prior relationship with Biden prior to the newspaper. Based upon what we're seeing right here with the Chinese connection to Xiongheng Realty and to the uh, real estate holding company, oh, there's no doubt these two people know each knew each other. Uh, yeah, there we go. Folks, you, uh, you he think we're he making had, this up? We're not. <laughs> he says, yeah, well, well, we'll post the link right in there. The Post asked this week about the arrangements with his tenant. Co said, I have nothing to say about Hunter Biden. I have no comment. Yeah, he doesn't say anything because he might be dead. So, although Biden has divested himself of many of his old business interests, he does not seem to be hard up for cash right now, although uh, about a year ago he was uh, emailing somebody for some cash he was stranded for 100 bucks. Uh, he has been seen driving around L.A. in a Panamera Porsche, oh. which retails for more than 90K. He retains control of a LLC that has 10% stake in BHR Partners, same exact group that was connected to BGK as well. as a Chinese private equity firm with $2 billion in assets and owned by a bank of China. So he has 10% in $2 billion, which is $200 million. Okay, so let, let's continue. Um, Biden's stake in the Chinese firm is owned by Scanaltils. Uh, I don't even know if I said that right. LLC, a company 
uh, named for his mother, Nelia, Hunter Biden's upstate New York hometown. The company has used the Hollywood Hills host as one of the, its addresses, even, believe it or not. Uh, Nelia, by the way, is Joe Biden's first wife, died in a 72 car crash in Delaware that also killed Biden's one-year-old sister, Naomi. Hunter Biden and his older brother, Bo, were toddlers, were uh, injured in the accident as well. Uh, according to one source, it's like a lottery ticket he has in his hand with 10% stake in a, a company worth billions. Just imagine if that company is worth $2 billion, Biden has $200 million. Uh, In addition to this, uh, the Department of Justice tried to launch a full investigation of Hunter Biden. I believe that that whole investigation is now gone, right? Now, there's, no one's going to look Who's into Who's running that. the federal uh, government right now? <laughs> so, here he, so here he goes. He's got a tangled web of shell companies, LCs, investment vehicles, options agreements, and it's impossible to know where Hunter Biden is getting his money from. Selling his abstract artwork to wealthy investors may also be a lucrative way to rake in cash, according to one analyst. We highly doubt as a, his career as an artist will do anything more than act as a vehicle to further shield where the income is actually mm -hmm. coming from. So we'll post this. Uh, the art dealer uh, works with other, by the way, Chinese artists and told Chinese Network that he was keen to open other art galleries in Beijing and Shanghai. The guy who's featuring his artwork has other galleries in Beijing and Shanghai. The questions that I always had and how is China changing the world in terms of art and culture, he was quoted in a 2014 article. So there you go. The occupation of Washington, the full thing that they're doing, nothing to see here. Don't pay attention to Hunter Biden. Don't pay attention to Jeffrey Epstein. Don't pay attention to, you know, Bill Richardson. Don't pay attention to the state of New Mexico. This is all the things that they want you to do. They're going to continue to get you consumed by fear, by isolation, by misery. You're never going to answer any of these questions. I, I love these wonderful articles that Dowd... Uh, I think Dowd is the uh, top reader of AIER.org. Do you think you are? Uh, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm there every day. <laughs> every Do you day. live on that site, by Yeah, it's good. Yeah, The guy who runs it, Jeffrey Tucker, I, I've actually spoken to a couple times. I really respect him, so yeah. You, Folks, do you realize, like, what kind of gift you get with Dowd every single day in terms of the stuff that he pours through? It's really kind of uh, unbelievable. So, there you are. We're killing a couple of bills. Sorry to get off on that uh, tangent uh, down south, but it's more of the same crap uh, that we continue to get here from our state legislative uh, body, which is all about protecting the interest of the people who are willing to pay them off so that they can look the other way. And whether it's protecting pedophiles in, in one regard, whether that was former clergy or protecting pedophiles who are quote-unquote doing business in the state of New Mexico, you've got both uh, right there. 550, 500. As long as they can keep you drunk, numb, and, uh, you know, not looking in that direction. Well, uh, collecting some... that check on the first of the month, I mean. Uh, today I get my check today, right? I... Oh, no, I have to pay bills today. Oh, that's, that's right. how it there works. Oh, okay. Uh, some other things happening, uh, by the way, with regard to crime and homicide. Uh, Rudy, we good on uh, weather and traffic? Yeah, there's everything's fine outside right now. Okay, good. So I'm just going to uh, talk through the, uh, the end of the show. We have so much more stuff to, uh, we could have addressed. But the uh, we talked already about the violent week and the number of shootings, the number of homicides, etc. But in Knob Hill, and I did take a trip on Saturday morning up and down Knob Hill. I uh, was showing uh, Jay Block. you wanted to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That was Sorry. as good as Mike's uh, 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 comedy on Friday. No, it was actually quite busy. Oh, okay. So here's what's happening, and this isn't getting reported on. While you slept, while you didn't go to Knob Hill, the entire place, speaking of, uh, of China, speaking of Asian, 
The entire place is filled full of Thai, Chinese, and Mexican restaurants. Uh, Rudy, I'll let you comment first. That's what's happening. That's what's coming in. Now, they're waiting all to open. Okay? Now, they're just sitting there. They're camped out. But they are completely and totally refacing. So, barbershops, uh, a couple of eateries that are having some stuff uh, outside. Uh, no breweries to speak of that I can they can speak of. Uh, cannabis CBD shops. Uh, Chinese food. Thai food. Mexican food. And, of course, the only place you need to eat uh, on Central and Knob Hill is El Taco Tote. And then uh, going downtown, sort of the same type of deal is happening as you as you head towards downtown. And I first time I had driven downtown in a while, but I was going through uh, everything, and everyone's just sort of waiting for, I guess, whatever money's going to end up coming in. The vacancy in downtown is like forty percent. They're waiting for things to kind of open up, but it is they're different tenants. They're not the same tenants uh, that were. Uh, that are going to be there. Oh, okay. yeah. So they're, and I'm not so sure that it is, um, maybe the best tenant mix that we're looking for. But they're looking at recreating it like San Francisco's Knob Hill into, you know, turning that. When into you say tenant mix, China what, does that, what does that mean? Well, that. like the different types of, of occupiers, which okay. is like I said, Chinese, Thai, Mexican food, barbershops, tattoo shops, uh, CBD places. Um, You'd like to see more variety than. Well, I'd like to see all the different shops that were there before okay. that didn't have to close down. Right. The furniture shops, or what about the Knobs Hill store manager who's yep. owned the comic book place yep. there for everything. He's been through there five times. He's literally right across the street from the uh, substation. Five different times. Since the pandemic started, we've had two attempted burnings of my building. We've had at least five different vandalisms that have happened on the mural in the last weeks. And this is a guy by the name of Chris Losack, just by KRQE. He's a manager at Astro Zombies in Knob Hill. Great shop, by the way. Yeah, been uh, many times. I uh, came to work Saturday morning to find uh, scorch marks on the popular mural that's painted on the store. Oh, you should go. You want to you see how much culture has changed? Go look at the murals. Go look at the uh, deep, dark mural uh, that's on one of the shops that has it as Santa Claus, you know, from Stephen King's It. Oh, creepy. Yeah, it's completely and totally creepy. Like, this would be no place you'd want to take your children right. uh, through. And, like, if you were to see your, child, uh, your children to see that mural of it as Santa Claus. Yeah, they'd run. Uh, the owner of uh, Zombie... Astro Zombies. Astro Zombies, excuse me. That he believes police aren't doing enough to protect Knob Hill businesses or crime. You think... Are they trying to you burn think? your place down multiple times? He yeah. says there's a substation right there. This is happening in the middle of the night. He'd like to see an increased police presence throughout the neighborhood. He doesn't plan to fix the mic, uh, to fix the mural as of now, which he said could cost up to $10,000. But APD phoned in, and they told the uh, news outlet here QE that officers work extensively with merchants in Knob Hill. Yeah, which ones? They asked business owners to report these crimes in the area and speak to a crime prevention specialist. You're the ones that's supposed to be preventing the crime. So there you go. That's what's happening right Our now in Knob Hill. Didn't think I would uh, talk about Knob Hill, but given that I took a little stroll through there the other day, it's uh, definitely changing. How, how do these poor people along Central, they, first they had to deal with Albuquerque Rapid Transit, a, a death sentence. I was literally at Knob Hill Furniture the day they were closing, and I, I picked up a little side table because I, I just wanted to help them out and just recoup 
you know, all the damage that was done. So you have ART, Republican go uh, mayor, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, and then you move into the Rona. How can any place be left open along Central? Oh. And and those people who are on Knob Hill, these are the people who are anti-fracking, who are part of the Energy Transition of Act, yeah, yeah. and you've got people around the state trying to figure out how are we going to pay for the money that we're going to lose in the state government. And the state government, I think the best comeuppance will be, and it's never going to hit them because we haven't laid off any state employees. We haven't laid off any city employees. So they're completely and totally without consequence for their choices that they've made. It's like, no, 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 we'll, we'll make sure that we take care of you. Keep voting the same way while these people destroy our city. Um, I, I literally put this at the top when I said, legislation would enable more controlled burns. New Mexico is a controlled burn by the Democrat Party. <laughs> is it not? Yeah. Like, it's literally, it's like, it, it, we have the fire engines. We're going to just make sure it just hits hits enough things. But the legislation would enable more controlled burns. That's up there. Beer and wine could now get delivered to New Mexico homes, Dad. Tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, this is something that's been kicking around for, for years. Uh, it's it's certainly in, in, in the Rona, I mean, with all the, the closings and everything. Uh, and there's been some bipartisan support for this. Bipartisanship isn't always bad. Usually it's bad. Uh, so this is Senate Bill 6, uh, online beer and wine. We're used to killing bills. I'm, I'm just taken aback, Mr. Aragon, by you're your, your asking me to talk about this. I'm so used to bashing bills. But uh, Senate Bill 6, SB6, of course, available on the website, uh, nmlegis.gov. Uh, let me check that again. nmlegis.gov, yes, indeed. Uh, Senate Bill 6, online beer and wine will be allowed uh, for delivery to homes from retailers, dispensers, craft distilleries, Wine growers, small brewers, or restaurants, third-party delivery services, Grubhub, DoorDash, could make those deliveries alongside the restaurants and other sellers. This is obviously a big push by the brewers, by the restaurants, because, um, I don't know if you've heard, but in the last year or so, they've, they've kind of had a little rough. So uh, <laughs> let's kick them some help on that on that regard. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's not, listen, not all legislation is bad. Most of it's bad. Uh, but this is, uh, this is something that, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a lifeline for some businesses that have been dare I say, taking it in the shorts for the last... Thank you, thank you. It took you all of uh, <coughs> four minutes before to get to that. I appreciate yeah, that. Uh, the state's also reviewing some impact uh, items uh, tonight at City Council. They have the paid sick leave. They're going to push that through until they can push that through. So literally, for these businesses that are closed, they're going to force them to close completely at this point. If paid sick leave uh, should come in, you're only going to have people who can just run their own business by themselves you know, that, that's all that's going to happen. And this uh, is Pat Davis and Land Senna, the, probably uh, of a very bad city council, probably the two worst of the very bad city council. And didn't Land Senna accuse some upcoming politician she, she did, for she did. Uh, uh, sexual Akil harassment? Abbas, Akil or something, and, and of course all of the virtue signaling Me Too women in New so Mexico. So they're going to get out their text messages and start uh, pushing all that in, information out? Yep, yep. Is that, what, is that what we're doing? That's where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. So the left eventually eats its own. So. Did she respond to any of the text messages, or are these just be one-way text messages? I don't know. I'll have to wait for the court case. <laughs> <laughs> Discovery process. Uh, the Senate uh, committee uh, looking at higher employer contribution rate for teacher, pe- so teacher pension funds. So here we go. More and more money being funneled in. Take care of the employees because you're not taking care of them well enough. Taking care of the teachers even though they don't want to go back to school. Uh, we've just got some absolutely ridiculous things. And at this point, the Albuquerque Public Schools are looking to bring back their uh, bus drivers. Uh, they're looking at uh, 22nd for a start date for any district that chooses to open. We know that the Albuquerque Public School is likely not going to open. Right, right. Well, I had assumed that, that all the Albuquerque Public School bus drivers were just driving around empty buses for the last <laughs> 10 months, but apparently they actually were laid off. They were laid off, well... Temporarily. 
Well, I mean, then we'd have to go ahead and have a conversation about why you're burning all that, you know, CO2, the carbon footprint, uh, the very Point. thing. I mean, they're sending these Albany Public School uh, kids home with things to measure the amount of time that you take a shower, the amount of time that you, what type of light bulbs you use. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, you, yeah, could, yeah. you couldn't have that and that. That wouldn't make any sense. Uh, very quickly, bash, bash, hashtag bash, bash. Boy, that was the worst. Uh, skinny Atlas, that's the way you pronounce it. Okay. Uh, Knob Hill, who's footing that bill? Redevelopment tax dollar loans to the elite. That's right. The hoity-toity in there. Target Shopping Center at Lomas and Eubank has been packed since Friday. Um, seize the means of production. Don't patronize any of these places. Uh, guy takes. Eddie, are you paying attention to 140 seeking to reduce sentencing? Yes, we just did it. Pay attention to Section 2. Just went over it. Uh, Eddie forgot to mention. Woman called APD, said she had been carjacked with her four-year-old in the car. Ooh. Cops pulled out all the stops, jumped into action, launched copter, covered all freeway ramps, everything. Turned out she faked the whole thing to get police to respond quicker. Her car was stolen after she left the keys in it. Wow. Period. There you go. Stay classy, Albuquerque. And then online ordering, Eddie, uh, and delivery of booze just means they are planning on running this with a COVID scam for that much longer. No end in sight. Man. We gotta get people inspired. I'm trying my best not to complain. Make sure you tell everybody to go to rockoftalk.com, uh, Rock of Talk TV for Roku and, uh, um, rockoftalk.chat too. Amazon, uh, Fire. Yeah, pay attention to everything that we do. AM1600 uh, here in the Kiva. And of course, uh, just tell everybody all the good news out of here. Bill O'Reilly's next.